Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the No Apologies podcast. I'm here. I'm Yasser with Ali, Face, and Samin. What's up, guys? Alaikum salam. I thought you forgot our names, sir. I thought he forgot his own name. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he did? He, had, he looked at his notes. <laughs> I don't have no notes. No, no. <laughs> Nah, you gotta be careful. Yes, is that your real name? Are you telling us, you know, yeah. you're probably gonna say his real name is like it's Abdul Ami Yasin. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my name. What's been happening? Um, so basically, the Wahhabis are dodgy, right? I know, come on. Wow, I went straight for the jugular, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, basing that statement off of uh, years of research done by Yasser Qadi. All right. Oh, Yasser Qadi's research. Yeah, yeah Yasser Qadi's research. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people who heard Yasser Qadi's name just turned off this podcast right now. <laughs> Those people are close-minded. Yo, you just lost. You you just lost our viewers, bro. Bro, we I don't, don't know. We, we don't want those type of viewers anyway. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you guys like anti-Salafi. You know? Okay, right, I'll be honest with you. I'm not anti-Salafi. I'm not anti-anything. Uh, um, what what I okay thing I uh if you if you don't okay, if you okay, don't slow down, slow down, slow down. Right, first of all. What are we talking about? Okay. Is, so, Yasser Qadi has recently come onto a podcast. Um, Who is this guy? Who is Yasser Qadi? Yasser Qadi is uh, he's an American scholar, isn't it? Um, he studied in uh, Medina University for, um, I don't know, five, six years. Um, uh, he may have studied in other places as well, um, but he's born and bred in the US, if, if I'm correct. Um and he's been he's he's uh, from like from an early age he's been uh, studying the deen now he's like in his mid 40s but he i mean he done he he mentioned in the podcast I was listening to that he done his first uh, khutbah and lecture and stuff at the age of 16 and he's also uh, i think became hafiz in his um half of quran in his uh, teens as well so someone who's been um like um really uh, studying the deen and uh, teaching it for a very very long time in the states he went abroad and studied and then came back to the states and um he also uh i think went to yale as well done some some i think a master's or phd there um oh is that where he took that class uh under tony blair as a yeah yeah that's the one one, you know what i I hear the criticism in your voices but i have to stand with him on this is uh i don't Meaning, it's a class. He's there to um, sort of get a different perspective and stuff. And certain things, the way they've been framed, like from what I heard um, him talk about on the podcast. It, by the way, is the Mad Mamluk podcast. It's a good podcast. Um, a good uh, episode is worth listening to. Um, he says that people, the way they framed it, like the people said that he went there and his faith. Uh, got shook or something he goes that and that was from a video he said that like uh, a few years ago he goes it didn't mean that people will start questioning his islam and his uh uh iman and stuff he said that was never the case i never at any point in my life have i ever thought that you know questioned the deen or allah is messenger um 
that was like what he what what that brought about and this will kind of segue into um what we're going to talk about is that he questioned the idea of um Atheism or Ashuraism or um, creed, uh, like that came after um, the Basically, Messenger of Allah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's questioning more, more the the what he classed as the Najdi Dawa, isn't it? The Najdi Dawa, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was what he labeled it as. You know, basically, what we <clears throat> might as well call it what it is. You know, what we call Salif, Salafism. That's what he. You really questioned oh, Wahhabism. Oh, I'm sorry. Or are you calling Wahhabism? <laughs> Joking. Oh. Don't no. hate me. Don't hate me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> names. People cry on names. You know. They, you know that's yeah. the biggest thing. Like, oh yeah, you, you, you're, you're a Sufi man. I don't care. I don't, I honestly yeah, exactly. don't give a monkey's. Exactly. You got to be. You know. You got to be a bit more thick-skinned than that. Yeah. Incredible. But anyway, so stuff. basically, yeah. he's turned around, and now what he said is that. He has disassociated himself uh, from the founder of the Salafi Najdi Dawa, which mm. was uh, Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab. He yeah. basically denounced him as a neo Kharaji, uh, Takfiri, more or less ISIS. He called him, you know, <laughs> yeah. if we want a better words, he was like, you know, the medieval ISIS, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it, that's what. You know the the, the center. Of, apart from the Yajuj Majuj, what we discussed last time, yeah. this is the center of. Uh, it's, I, I wouldn't say it's it's a great shift from him because he's been going down that road for a long, long time. Yeah, I think this is just. Um, See the way he has characterized it. Sorry to cut you off, but the no, way no. he he characterized it, uh, in, in in from his own words, he splits the Najdi Dawa up into so three he, he, yeah, three sort of phases. The mm-hmm. first one was at the time of uh, Muhammad bin Abdul Wahhab, um, and then the second time was uh, the or second phase rather was a slightly milder phase, a milder version of the first uh, Najdi Dawa, and that was uh, at the time of uh, King uh, Abdul Aziz. Abdul Aziz, right? Yep. Uh, where he had where there was a civil war, and it, yep. it and and then it was actually the people. Uh, who the first i think they were carrying the ban on the first phase mm-hmm. died out to uh people of the second phase who they deemed secular but even that was kind of extreme wait oh was this the war with the ikhwan with the, the, ikhwan, uh, the yeah. uh, other ikhwan yep. yeah 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 okay and then he said the third phase started um with uh, the grand mufti i think he said his name was ibrahim is he said he was yeah. the one before uh, bin baz, bin baz uh, yeah. yeah muhammad and ibrahim yeah mm-hmm. um yeah. he said and then then that's kind of the third phase uh, of this sort of dawah uh, of the najdi dawah if you will and he goes that is what people propagate and learn like learn about today um he said, and then what he said when he kind of engaged with it, he said, it, it, what people, he said, it wasn't that the texts, we were divorced from the text. The texts were there from, uh, so Muhammad bin Abdul Wahab's uh, words were there. He said, but they would be interpreted in a different light. So when we heard something, we'd be like, no, 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 that's not true. He, what it was meant by this is this. Uh, and he, and then he goes, that he could only carry, uh, carry on with that sort of, uh, cognitive dissonance if you will uh, for so long before he was like look this is do you understand what i'm saying so then he said I, he's he's done like a decade-long study on it 
and uh, now he's kind of convinced that because uh, what, pe what people like we all know this, what people do is they tie in uh, Ibn Taymiyyah uh, sort of um, idea on creed and, uh, with uh, and uh, Dawah with uh, Muhammad bin Abdul Wahab's uh, idea of Dawah and, and creed and they, they tie the two together and he's saying they're not the same they, they, I mean there is a clear distinction between the two um, and that's kind of where he's at now right so there's so many things to you know to compare here yeah right so many things so the first thing he said that muhammad ibn abdul wahab even if you agree that he didn't make the uh specific takfir on all the individuals right mm. because of his political actions and his physical actions in killing and uh uh the historical context of what he did, yeah, you, you can say it, you it's clear that he did actually do takfir on individuals, right? Yeah. Now, this is like we'll get back onto historical context, but this is where I find <coughs> such a poor justification for his argument that he's trying to use history mm. uh, to justify his viewpoint, but not give. A really a broad context of the history of the, the Salafi movement itself, right? And the history of like Ibn Taymiyyah and the history of powerful Sufi movements, right? So let, mm. me, let me get back to what I'm saying to you. So he, he characterized the Salafi movement into three phases phase one, phase two, phase three, right? Yeah. Now, phase one, he says everything up until King Abdulaziz defeated the Ikhwan, right? Now, why did King Abdulaziz defeat the Ikhwan? Why did he? physically go to war with Ikhwan or why did Ikhwan physically go to war with him? They didn't go to war purely based on uh, religious or them saying to Muhammad, uh, Muhammad uh, to uh, King Abdulaziz that you know this is a Salafi doctrine and you have to follow it, you have to follow it it was a political war the Ikhwan wanted to carry on fighting outside of the area that Abdulaziz wanted power Yeah. so they invaded uh, uh, Iraq they uh, uh, made raids into Jordan and into Kuwait now who were the kings of these areas at the time who was in control of these areas it wasn't Muslims it was the British the British were nominal rulers of all these areas so the problem that Abdulaziz had was that the Ikhwan were provoking a, a, a bigger power than he was the, the time period was this Say again, this sorry. Is 1930s, I believe. 1930s. This is uh, 1930s, yeah, late late 20s, early 30s. So okay. the the bigger issue for Abdulaziz was not a, a matter of creed; it was a matter of he couldn't fight the British. He didn't want to fight the British. He didn't want to expand his rule outside of uh, Saudi Arabia. And part of this is because we know he had treaties with the British. We know this, right. you know, uh, that it's, it's documented, you know, in the, in the British documents about giving, um, they had the uh, supply and weapons that they gave to Abdulaziz <sighs> to fight in you know, the, the Ottoman government, right? So you can't disassociate mm. history uh, when it suits you and then pick it to say Muhammad uh, Abdul Wahab was a takfiri because he fought and killed, you know, other, uh, other Muslims. Abdulaziz did the same thing. Mm -hmm. do, do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah. 
so he he's picking apart history when it when it suits him and saying okay we can use historical context here we can't use historical context here now let's go back to the, the words of uh, Ibn Abdul Wahab himself now he's made clear in, in various writings that he doesn't make specific takfir on individuals he doesn't say that so and so x person is a mushrik or a kafir but he says that anyone who does uh, like what, what would you say? Anyone who goes to graves and does so and so is a is kufr. Yeah, goes is he the, when he said he is on kufr. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, yeah. He says it's kufr, it's shirk. Anyone who goes to a grave and basically says ya fulan, ya so so and so, can you do this or can you ask Allah for this? Basically, he says that is kufr. Now, was he the only one that's ever said this? In the history okay. of the thing is that saying something is kufr or somebody's uncovered doesn't mean they're it's not the same as declaring them kafirs. Yes, he, he doesn't declare he didn't declare every single individual that did this to be kafir, but he gave right. a general ruling. Yeah, right, right, that right. this is kufr and the people that do this are you know it's shirk, etc. Now he's not the only person that has done this, but uh, Yasser Qadi has basically said no, he is doing individual takfir because he actually fought and killed people. Do you understand what I'm saying? So he's trying to he's trying to paint a historical political picture and use that then to justify his sort of Islamic view on Ibn Abdul Wahab, but it doesn't fit because then he's and on another place he's taken away that historical context as to why the Ikhwan and Abdul Aziz fought. Mm-hmm. And the same thing he's doing with Ibn Taymiyyah, right? So Ibn Taymiyyah, what's the difference between Ibn Taymiyyah and uh, Ibn Abdul Wahab, really? What do you think is the biggest difference that they had? Uh, Muhammad bin Abdul Wahab killed Muslims and uh, Ibn Taymiyyah didn't. The biggest difference that Ibn Taymiyyah and Ibn Abdul Wahab did, Ibn Abdul Wahab never got that physical kind of power. He never got that political power. You're talking about Ibn Taymiyyah here? Uh, Ibn Taymiyyah, sorry. Yeah. Ibn Taymiyyah never never attained what we'd class as political power yeah see that i've, I've heard that i've heard that before is that uh ibn taymiyyah meaning yeah, uh, this is why I've, I've heard this before like ibn ibn abdul wahab was ibn taymiyyah actualized so he's not actualized it's not even just actualized it's it's any religious leader any political leader or any national leader who has power and wants something will kill other people to get it, right? Right. Now, let's look at, let's take it to a, a person that we all love, right? Salafis, Sufis, we all agree, we all love this person, right? Salahuddin Ayyubi, right? Yeah. We all, yeah. We all love him, yeah. right? He, who did he fight against after he fought the, the, the Fatimids? He didn't fight the Crusaders straight away. He killed other Muslims. They sieged cities, you know, put them under siege. They fought and killed people that declared, you know, Shahada or whatever. Now, did they do any kufr? Did they do anything, you know, outside of Islam? No, but he wanted power. He wanted the idea that he could unify this area and then he, he, could, fight the, uh, he could fight the Crusaders. Mm-hmm. Now, does anyone really, you know, make yeah, but, a big deal about okay, it? Okay, but the, meaning, but the, Bro, the, 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 I think the, nobody the, missed a big deal because nobody knows about it. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. There's two things here. I think, I think you you're taking a portion of 
uh, say Salahuddin Ayyubi's uh, life here and you're saying that that would mean that is he defined by that no he's defined by the crusades and everyone knows well, that why? he's defined why okay, not yeah, defined? Hold, on, hold on hold on he's defined because that is like the defining sort of uh, major act of his life like uh do you understand what I'm saying? and that came, hold on, hold on. Think... that came later and that, plus that came later on the meaning whereas muhammad bin abdul wahab his defining uh sort of uh, life's work if you will was the takfiring and uh killing of other muslims or people that he didn't deem to be muslim again that's a viewpoint that's a viewpoint see for me salahuddin's defining act was not just the conquest of uh, uh of jerusalem mm-hmm. right it was a unification of syria and egypt and the removal of a crusader base in egypt mm-hmm. yeah and the unification of all these smaller you know kingdoms etc and removing a lot of that you know that political problems that happened which led to a, a hold on jerusalem because you know jerusalem fell not long after they took it again yeah, yeah. they took jerusalem again mm. but they could never hold it because yeah. a lot of the a lot of the kingdoms by that time were unified right yeah. now how did that right. unity come about it came about through bloodshed salahuddin ayubi killed muslims right and they were muslim you can you can argue whatever they were muslim now again if you look at history I look at it from the Sufi point of, from the Sufis. How many Sufis have written books against other Sufis or other uh, armies or other tribes and used words like the enemies of Allah or traitors to Islam or you know uh, how, how they describe other Muslims and then fought and killed them? Why did they do it? It wasn't because of creedal issues. Majority of the reasons was political issues, mm. political power. Right, and they had an objective, and they wanted to do it. Now, the way we judge them now is what did they achieve? So basically, what we're saying is, as long as you achieve something, it's fine to kill other Muslims. Right. Okay. Do you, do you understand what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. So he, he's wrong to say that if Ibn Taymiyyah had got power, a serious, serious power, you know, in uh, say in uh, in Syria or Egypt, I don't mean like nominal power where. The guy's kind of like supporting him, but not really supporting him. I mean, ser- serious physical power, like uh, like uh, 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 Ibn Saud give to uh, Ibn Wahab, where he said, you know, I'm gonna fi- I'm gonna fight for you. No one's gonna expel you. Mm. I'm gonna protect you. Yeah. Yeah. If he yeah. got that kind of power, are you telling me he wouldn't have fought? He wouldn't have attacked other other cities and tried to unify Muslim thought and Muslim. Do you think he would have just been a preacher, you know, a preaching out of uh, a masajid or with these debates? No. The minute he gets physical power, he's going to enforce his you, doctrine. Are you talking about Muhammad bin Abdul Wahab? Ibn Taymiyyah. Ibn Taymiyyah. Okay, Ibn yeah. Taymiyyah. If Ibn Taymiyyah gets physical power, mm. right, real political backing with an army, are you telling me he's not going to enforce his views? Yeah, no, but okay. But, but the thing is, I think... The, uh, there's 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 a distinction here that is always made uh between all the it's now that's made between uh Ibn Taymiyyah's views and the views of uh Ibn Abdul Wahhab that is that um what 
Ibn Taymiyyah um, what you deem like impermissible, haram, but not necessarily shirk. And and and, and it, it quoted from his books that even though he, he he meaning the same acts that Muhammad bin Abdul Wahab deemed other Muslims as uh, mushrik and they ended up dead due to it, Ibn Taymiyyah didn't do that. He didn't deem them mushrik. Do you what I'm saying? So there is a in terms of the, there's a clear um, a viewpoint. Uh, sort of a descent from a, uh, a, partic uh, a particular viewpoint. So, had Ibn, Ibn Taymiyyah uh, got into power, however, that's not necessarily the case. You would have got the same um, sort of I'm result saying, as Ibn Abdul Wahhab. No, I'm not saying he would have gone around killing individual people. What I'm saying is, would he have fought to enforce his viewpoint? That's what I'm saying to you. Hmm. I would he have taken over? Would he have taken over cities? Would he have tried to unify countries? I'm not talking about going around like ISIS do, you know, picking up random people and mm. stabbing them and throwing them off buildings. I'm talking about physical power taking over countries. He would have. Anyone would. The Sufis would do the same thing, and they have done the same thing throughout history. Yeah. When they say again. Yeah, 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 and go ahead. Yeah, whenever they conquered countries, people died. You know, when people say like, "Oh, you know, this uh, the 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 Abbasid Empire took over the Umayyad," mm -hmm. they make it sound like so. You know, like a peaceful the, transition. The, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. the Abbasids, you know, followed the Umayyads. Well, they kind of <laughs> murdered every Umayyad that they could get hold of. You know, <laughs> <laughs> took over from yeah, like you're, you're like yeah. like like a change in shift, you know. Like yeah, like a change of shift. Yeah, like you're you're, you're, really, you're you're relieving the night duty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, if you read the stories of how they hunted the Umayyads down, you know, it's like something out of uh, you know, like a horror movie, that where the Umayyads were trying to like sneak out, you know, dressed as women. Uh, some of them died in the desert. Some of them fled like to the corners of Africa and they were hunted down like by assassins and stuff because they wanted to make sure they killed every single you know, remnant of the Umayyad. Uh, nah, bro. Islamic history was romantic. It was awesome. It was, yeah. it was science it was about, and uh, it's all about uh, love. technology. I thought they told Unity. them, y'all gotta be heading home. <laughs> you gotta be heading home. <laughs> Duh. Exactly. Ah, did there. Nice. I like it, yes. Exactly. But what I'm saying, that's history. Yeah. Now you mm. can't, you can't all of a sudden say, oh, like make it out like Ibn, uh, you know, Ibn Abdul Wahab was the only one that fought and killed to impose his view. He but, didn't. Uh, no, but but the thing is, uh, the, the thing I think the point that you're missing is no one. I don't think anyone makes excuses for those people. And people, and my and my point is, is that ideologies aren't running today based on the. Uh, um, um, sorry, who, who was the dynasty that got uh, killed? Uh, uh, the Umayyads. The Umayyads, right? Nobody's yeah. nobody's building a, a sort of a ideology around that. Um, uh, that's now. That, uh, what's now? That's, that's what I'm saying. That what you're talking about is is now. Like how you're talking about because the Umayyads, obviously, what happened then was so so long, such a long time ago. Yeah. But that led to obviously what the Umayyad takeover of Spain. Yeah. yeah, but it led to a separate uh, a kingdom in Spain for like six hundred years. Mm -hmm. So it did have at that time. It was a very, very 
major event you know all these things were very very major so now for us what happened with uh, Abin Abdul Wahab and him coming it's a very major event not because obviously he, he, not because he just killed people but mm. because they managed to establish a state based on their doctrine and then that state got loads and loads of money through petrol and funded the expansion of their viewpoint mm-hmm. the only reason we're talking about ibn abdul wahab is because of the saudi state that is the only reason right right otherwise yeah. how many nobody uh, would care nobody would care but just be how more many arabs killing arabs in the desert nobody right. would care but because they f- he funded uh, or because he established a state that state became very, very rich in the 60s and 70s, poured money, billions and billions of pounds around the world to push their doctrine, yeah? Established madaris in Pakistan, India, everywhere you can imagine, and mm. taught their creed, yeah? We now are making a big deal about him fighting and killing. That's Wait, the, but, that's... But, but, okay, but is that not a big deal, though? In the historical context, to be honest with you, not really. In a religious context, yeah, of course it is. But whose hands are clean at that time? You know, who's no, see, the, I, don't, it, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't buy that logic. Like, oh, well, you know, fine. No, um, what's the what's the what's the statement that uh, they attribute to Isa Islam? You know, whoever who's without sin cast the first stone, <laughs> right? Come on. In that case, nobody can say anything about anyone ever. And and uh, I don't think that's... Uh... It's a difficult one. No, I agree with you. So, for example, when uh, like a friend of mine told me a story, he said, mm. you know, when they took over uh, uh, Taif, yeah. he goes, my granddad was there. And my gr- his granddad tells him the stories of how they butchered people in the masjids. Wow. You know, uh, and his granddad was there, so his granddad... Tells his, his uh, tells him, and obviously he's telling me the story. First hand account. You know? yeah. So first hand account, yeah. So he's telling him, and he's telling me the story. So yeah, when you look at it, yeah, it's horrific. You know these events. Mm. I don't know. They were the times, isn't it? That's. I mean, does anyone talk about? Uh, if we talk about Uthmanis and Takfir and etc. The Arabs, the Sufi Arabs. You know, yeah, but I totally understand what you're saying that the, you can't you can't go back in time and turn around and pick a, a certain spot in time and then say look at these animals look at what they did and then but not take the larger uh, picture into account of what other people did uh, um, uh, at different periods in time and like the violence other people committed and even romanticize that violence in some way right I, mm-hmm. I totally understand that. I get that, but the the issue with the uh, Najdi Dawa is it gives people like how many times have we seen people based off of his works uh, call other people uh, mushrik? Even on the other, I've seen opinions when it comes to I mean, we're not even talking anything controver- controversial in that sense. Like uh, I'm talking to Wassel, right? Even if you take the um, Saudi opinion, uh, that none of them regard like you say uh, Wassel as uh, uh, shirk. Yet they they 
you'll get people based off of his works or one understanding of his works. I'm talking like students of knowledge here. They'll say, oh yeah, so and so is a mushrik. It creates that um, sort of grounding for people to turn around and say, well, you know, if, 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 if the, the point is, if the circumstance was slightly different, yeah, your head would be on the chopping block. Yeah. That's, essentially, that, that's what they're saying. When they, when they turn around and say someone's a mushrik. That I agree with you. That I agree with you. That that is a trend amongst the you know what we, what we class as Najidawa to pr- to produce takfiris, yeah, hmm. that is a fact, and they need to address that because and part of that is to do with you know the way they the way they standardize creed, you know the way that they have like these are the like obviously we have when we say uh, what is it to believe you know believe we have our points yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, you need to believe in Allah, his angels, you know, etc. We go yeah. through his messengers, etc. And we say, you need to believe in this, you need to believe in that. And they, a lot of them, they have the, not the opposite viewpoint, but they say, what is to believe is not to do kufr, you know? What is to believe is, like, if you believe this, you're kafir. If you don't believe this, you know, <laughs> do you get what I mean? Right, exactly. Like, <laughs> so, so that, that is a problem. Th- I've never thought of that, yeah, that's true. It true. is it's true, you know. Like I was, I was thinking, you you don't know. People don't know what they're believing, yeah. but they're already being taught that if you if you don't believe, if you believe this, you're kafir. You understand? It's a yeah. bit stupid, isn't it? Yeah. But going back to what we were talking about, Yasakadi, this is the second thing that I found very like. I found, it just annoys me. Like okay. he's talking about leaving the the Salafi or the Najdi Dawah, leaving the Najdi, but at the same time, he's he's still following they're like not their soul but like the way they are right so for example you know when he's talking about you know the uh and uh, the hadith that talk about them mm-hmm. right and he's saying i i think them hadith are weak yeah mm-hmm. and he's, he's throwing a statement out like that like oh it's just weak all right and some of them hadith that he's talking about are in sahih bukhari sahih muslim yeah. Okay. They're very, very they like the hadith that we wouldn't think twice about. Do you, do you understand what I mean? Yeah, the Bukhari Muslim. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the Sahih Bukhari, Sahih Muslim. Yeah. Or he's talking about tafsir from like Ibn Kathir. You know, where mm-hmm. Ibn Kathir is saying that this is what this ayah means. And his ayah means talking about Yujuj and Majuj, etc., etc., etc. And he and he's saying, oh, but he's he's making these claims that Allah hasn't asked me to believe in this. Allah hasn't. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So he's still following that same trend because no one else would question. The hadith. Okay. No one, none of the other groups would start delving into. Oh, is this hadith from Sahih Muslims? You know, or Sahih Bukhari? Is it? Is it right? Or is it not? This is like a, a very Najdi trend. It's a very Salafi trend, isn't it? You know, where mm-hmm. where they're going into hadith that are, we all agree are, are, are Sahih, and they're making and they're weakening them. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. normal. That, 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 that is very much a Salafi thing. Yeah. Yeah, and he hasn't left that, and he's still. Doing that to justify, uh, uh, but you're saying right now he's doing it at his convenience, not he's to do, convince exactly. The he's doing it at his convenience, right? And I think for me, the impression that hey, I, get, I left my job, I took the tools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is. He, 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 you know, when I look at him, it's not Salafi burnout. Yeah, you know, Salafi burnout. Yeah, we've Salafi seen, burnout. We've seen them guys. I don't think it's that. I think he's living in a world, yeah, where you know everyone is kind of this intellectual. Everyone is kind of this, 
this and he's trying to he's trying to live like that he's trying to be like that yeah mm-hmm. and you, now what he's trying to go into that intellectual dark web yeah that, and uh, now he's looking at right. this he's looking at ibn abdul Wahab and he's thinking oh this salafi Be- saudi bedouin you know who murders and kills is it really is that really what i want to be basing my thing on you know it's like it's mo- it's not I don't know. That's the impression that I get. Yeah, but, 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 but I don't think that's like a like a solitary his position though. I've seen many like um, back in the day when there was Islamic Awakening. Um, that was a, a big selfie site with lots of uh, like students of knowledge in there, and you had lots of them who who the meaning it started slow, but then you you had quite a few of them who started questioning. Well, hold on, is what I've been told like. A romanticization of, of what actually happened. Meaning, wait a second. Do you understand what I'm saying? So there, That's there, what I mean. there is. Uh, so the, the, the thing is, is that he's just one uh, a more prominent one, right? No, no. But, but when did he, that happen? Um, I'm talking maybe seven, eight years ago. Uh, even longer. You're talking about ten. Between ten and fifteen years ago, that's okay, how then, long. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, the, I mean, initially, it may, 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 may have started. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh. This is talking about ten, fifteen years ago. Okay. When, when the internet became available, and you mm. could basically research about the historical context, and you could research about the the involvement of you know different groups and different people, and you could get a you know instead of having to go to book library books and that kind of thing, yeah. And everyone knew. Like I knew. Like obviously, I I'm. I'm more uh, inclined towards the Salafis, you know. I'm not going to hide that, yeah. But I know, I know what they did. I know the the spread of takfir. I know, like, uh, you speak to the ISIS guys, yeah, and how they quote Ibn Abdul Wahhab, you know, and how they quote Kitab al-Tawheed, and they teach them Kitab al-Tawheed before they teach them, you know, even how to pray, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's their standard justification for murdering anyone, Kitab al Tawheed, you know? They, uh, I, f- I forgot what they call it, man. Uh, Nawaq al Islam, a, yeah. They do a tour of the rooftops while they Kitab al Tawheed. Exactly. So, you know, it was common knowledge. I, I don't know, this This comes as, um, you know, you know. have you ever heard the, the term like grandstanding? Yeah. 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 yeah this yeah, is yeah. what... This it smells of grandstanding that I have, you know, I have come to this conclusion. You know, no, I know more. No, about, no, I, I know more. I know more about Ibn Taymiyyah and uh, Abdul Wahab. You know, I know more than these guys who have no intellect. You know, no, no education. He said that several times. No, but then right? it's, it's, it's he, different. Ten years, right? Yeah, the, the, but, the, but this. Is, yeah, sorry, the, I was gonna say the same. The same point as Simon. Uh, go ahead, Simon. No, go ahead, go ahead, it's fine. No, so yeah, he did say that, but then he's kind of put the time and effort in. It's like me saying, if I was to say, um, I don't know, I used to play a game back in the day, Commander Conquer Tiberian Sun. I knew that game yeah. like the back of my hand. So if I was to turn around and say to someone, uh, I know this game better than anyone. It's truth. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not grandstanding. I'm not making it up. I'm, I'm. I knew that game better than anyone. I knew that game better than the developers. Do you understand what I mean? Because I put that much time and effort into it. The point is, is that I, if you if you okay, was to make now such a claim, say, no, that game was always rubbish. And you know what? 
I can justify because I knew it better than everyone. No, I don't think he's saying that, though. I don't think he's saying that game's almost rubbish. I think he's saying that game's not as good as I thought it was. No, he was disassociating himself. Yeah, like well, after, after you, after you figure it. out the game's not as good as, as you thought it was, you do disassociate yourself, don't uh, you? You're telling me he had no idea about the the comments that other ulama made about uh, Abdul. No, no, but this, this, me, no, but uh, this is the point uh, he makes. He says that that those um, that, that, that's why I quoted in in the group, meaning uh, people would interpret his, uh, his words away. So they will say, "Oh no, no, what that means is this," or, or, or what, what? So I.e. Uh, Ibn Abdul Wahab's his own words. They would interpret away. No, he didn't mean this. He meant this. So when when Ibn Wahab said that no one knew, like no one knew uh, Tawheed um, in my time. Not even my teachers knew Tawheed, and until I came, right? Um, I'm paraphrasing. I don't. It's not yeah, verbatim. Yeah, yeah. But but he yeah, said yeah. but he said that he said no one knew Tawheed until I came. Not even my teachers. They would interpret. Okay. They would interpret that. As another, like uh, in another light or in another way. Now, if someone said that today, like if some some guy, like I don't know, the forty year old Tehran, if if Yasser Qadi himself turned around and said, "Yeah, my teachers don't know Tawheed, uh, no one knew Tawheed until I came," people would be saying, "Yeah, get out of it on your bike, son." You know what I mean? Nobody would <laughs> nobody would take that person seriously. No, and 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 they would have a right to not take that individual seriously. How are you going to turn around and speak about your teachers like that, and yeah. say, well, the, the the they didn't know anything, and I know more than you can turn around and disagree with your teachers and say, you know, um, I don't agree with them on this and this and this issue. However, for t for you to turn around and say that they don't know the, the most fundamental, um, which separates Islam from pretty much any other religion. Uh, you know. It depends. It's in a historical context, you know. Again, if someone said it today, you'd think, "What an idiot!" You know, a complete muppet. But if you look at it in a historical context, based on the areas and stuff that they were living in, and what his viewpoint on Tawheed was, you can understand why he why he's saying it, right? So if he's fundamentally his belief is that you cannot go to these graves, you cannot build up these graves you cannot go and ask uh dead uh, and it's a common practice look at our own culture that when they do these khatams you know like these 40 day khatams and these you know month six months it's, if that kind year, of thing, yeah every year you now, or, or like they have these beards you know yeah. these beards where they like you know mm -hmm. ask them to do all this kind of dodgy stuff for them yeah uh. now imagine if that was really really like that was the only thing that was around. And at one point it was, yeah? Mm. And then you turn around and you come on and you say, whoa, this is all uh, wrong. See, I, I don't know. Yeah? See, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that, that, that at one point it was. I think that that's the point I'm making is that I don't think it ever got to that stage. I think that's what's been told and then perpetuated down the line. And so people have accepted you know, it. It depends. You're talking about uh, an area we're not a huge so you're talking about you're thinking in the context of today where you've got an area where there's so many people if you isolate it down to the population of Saud of the age of Najd at that time you're talking about like a handful of villages and small cities small towns how many people were around at the time mm. you, you understand what I'm saying to you? So yeah. think about things in the historical context you're not talking about Damascus right where You'd have different strains of different. You'd have the Hanafis, Shafis, Malikis, Hanbalis. You know, Salaf. You'd have all sorts, like in, in a place like Damascus or or, or 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 Cairo. You're talking about like a small little Bedouin area. You know, these guys 
look at how they were living. And if you look at some of the pictures, look at the pictures of, uh, say, the cemeteries and the way there's tombs everywhere, you know, you can kind of understand the, the background of the situation. That doesn't justify what, you know, what we're talking about, like takfir and murder and that kind no, of no, stuff. No, but, but think about, just think about what you're saying. You're saying that the, the size of these areas, these areas still had ulama there. This is the point. They still had scholars there, okay. but he okay. deemed and these scholars not worthy. Oh, but it depends. What were they doing? What like at, at that time? What did the what did the ulama believe? Did they believe it's fine to go to the graves? Did they believe it's fine? I don't know. Yeah, if they did, and then he turns around and okay, even if it's a matter of like tawassal, yeah, mm -hmm. right? There was a matter of tawassal. If he believes that tawassal is against tawhid, he's not calling people kafir. Yeah, he's just saying this is completely wrong. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then he turns around and says. I'm the only one that understands Tawheed. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah. You're talking about a narrow... He's not talking about like there's only one, you know, one God or there's only, you know, don't worship anyone else. He's talking about it based on a certain understanding or a, a, a specific part of understanding. I'm not saying it's correct. But this yeah, is the point. He's coming. He's coming out. This is But this is the point. He's coming out. This is where you get heretics. He's coming out with an opinion that's never been sort of propagated before. Regards to I mean, you can have uh, uh, nobody's before him has deemed a tawassal. I don't I actually don't know his opinion on tawassal, so I don't. I'm not insinuating that this is the position he holds, but certainly some of the people that who followed the Najdi Dawah definitely hold that tawassal is shirk, and then uh, it slightly got lightened by some of them saying tawassal is close to shirk. It's not actually shirk, but it's close to shirk, um, and then. I don't know, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, You're talking about Tawheed and what a statement. No, yeah, no, it's almost there. Hold on. Um, damn it, man. I had a really good point as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, never mind, carry on. If, if it comes back to me, I'll, I'll mention it. Anyway, my point is either just be honest, you know, with whichever way you're going to go. We talked about it so many times, you know, whichever way you're going to go, just be honest with it. Just accept that it's not all romantic, yeah? That mm -hmm. you probably knew about it, <laughs> you know, he had inclination, yeah? But it's diff it is, that one thing he did say was true, it is difficult to leave, you know, this kind of uh, cult mentality. Yeah. You know, when you've, when you've dedicated yourself for it, to it for so long. Mm -hmm. But then don't, when you leave, don't turn around and start blasting everything, but not, you know, not changing your own mentality either. No, so what? No, but yeah. but the, okay. But I think that's like, like, um, fallacious because just because you you mean you don't totally um, cut off all ties and disassociate with everything that you've been taught. You know what I mean? That's a bit. You can take things, you can go to a place, learn things, come away, and then move away from certain ideas and be like, you know what, yes, I'm not... exactly. Then, so yeah, but but, but, the, but this is this is exactly what he's done. You're criticising him for still keeping some of those ideas. No, no, I'm criticising him for what he's saying, disassociating himself, but not disassociating himself. Okay. What look, I say is, look, 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 okay, let me give on. an example. What I say, look, yeah, all right. If I could say, look, I'm leaving Hanafism. Yeah, the madhab. Yeah? yeah. 
because I believe Salafism is, you know, probably closer to to what I how I view the deen, right? Right. Uh, but I'm not saying, you know what, all of Hanafism is wrong. There's a lot of good in it. Maybe these things I don't like. You know, you, you maybe what I'm saying is not 100% true. Mm. You know, maybe what he's saying is not 100% true. Maybe the truth somewhere in the middle. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Ibn Abdul Hab, yeah, okay. Yes, there is this... Uh, Ease of takfir with his followers. Yeah, <laughs> you, you say that like it's like you don't know, use hot knife with butter. It's just easy, you know. <laughs> it is. Some of them, some of some of his followers, or some of the people that ascribe themselves takfir. Oh, is they enjoy so it. Intense. They love it. They, yeah. Some of they them, love it. Yeah, yeah, they love it. Yeah, you know, and it is a big problem. But mm. at the same time, they've there's a lot that they've got right as well. Yeah, and there's a lot that there's, there's a lot like uh, that you like from the the Sufis and the Madhabs. Yeah, mm. there's a lot that you like from them, and there mm. is stuff that they've got wrong. I'm not talking about the Madhabs themselves, but the followers of the Madhabs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the truth is somewhere in the middle. Yeah, of course. You so what I mean? Nobody has like a monopoly on truth. So he can't turn around and say, "Oh, you know, everything." If it wasn't for right, let's put it in this context. Yeah. If it wasn't for the da'wah of Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab, he would not hold the views that he is holding currently right now. Who's and that? he's proved that uh, Yasser Qadi. No, and he said that himself. He said he said he that himself. Yeah, yeah, he he would yeah. he wouldn't. Meaning, because obviously it was a transformation. He had to go to somewhere to sort of come through that process, figure out that you know for himself that wait, I, I don't feel comfortable with this particular thing. It doesn't make sense for me and what i've learned now what i believe in so you have to move away from that if it had it yeah. had it not had it not happened then he wouldn't have been he definitely wouldn't be the person he is today i hold the blue seat exactly today. so yeah. just say look in the historical context that he lived in yeah maybe this kind of stuff was justifiable yeah oh, but right on, now come on come no, really, on really, you're really maybe. stretching it to uh, sort of defend um some of the actions i mean i'm not defending it, anything I'm up you front. just said I'm, you just said no, no, in no, the no, historical no. context it could be justifiable. Oh, sorry, maybe understandable. Justifiable is the wrong word. Understandable, right? Okay. In a historical context. Okay. Right. But it is wrong to kill Muslims. Yes. Yeah. And it's wrong to make takfir on Muslims. Right. It's simple. Yeah. So I don't. I don't hate on. I don't hate on Sheikh Muhammad bin Abdul for for what happened right because to be honest with you allah will judge all of them the same way like i said about salah ad-din just read on the history of you know you couldn't imagine a muslim sieging another muslim city yeah mm-hmm. to us now it doesn't make any sense does it realistically no, no. yeah mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense but he did it you know he did it he killed muslims and it's so easy for us to say it's justified because he took Jerusalem. <laughs> but if you were that person's mm. family, you know, and you think, oh, a Muslim killed. It's, it's not. But in a historical context, you can understand why he did it. I think you're weighing up like two things there. One is say Salahuddin, he did it to unify the Muslims, right? And then and on Muhammad bin Abdul Wahab's side, you're looking at it, he did it be- to propagate 
uh, an ideology and then you have to kind of weigh up like are they equivalent are they the same is it the same is it is one worse you know um, dude every every killer um, has a justification you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's uh, true you never become a murderer is, until you kill somebody right yeah it's, it's, it's just how much it means to you mm. how much does it mean to you to get what you want yeah so if you're in a power if you're in power say okay let's 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 say if say you're in power and you're a nakshbandi tarika yeah yeah all right traditional sufi thinking and you've got control of say morocco yeah mm-hmm. and you've got money and you've got wealth yeah yeah and you look over and you see let's say tunisia right mm-hmm. and tunisia is ruled by what, what's another tarika give me another one shadri shadri tarika yeah and you're looking at them and you're thinking, mm, you know, my, they don't pray in the sunnas. Yeah? <laughs> they don't, you know, yeah. you know they, they, they really need to be a bit more just to their people. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we, we look how just we are. Look, we, we're really doing it the right way. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, our Trika teaches us this. They're a bit lax in this. How long before you take over? Yeah, before you waltzed in and, you know. Half long before you waltzed in. And waltzing in, it sounds so easy. We conquered the country. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It does. In, and how many of these nations fought each other? How many of these Sufi kingdoms in uh, Northern Africa fought each other? Mm. Yeah. Mm. They, they did it all the time. All the I mean, time. If you, I mean, if you go back far enough, you had uh, people fighting over madhabs, right? I mean, before yeah. people figured out it was stupid and then they stopped doing it. But you had, you literally had like one of, um, one of uh, the, like uh, the death of Imam Shafi, uh, Rahimullah, is one, like they're, they're different like uh, narrations like or circumstances to his death. And I think, I think I'm sure it was a Shafi. One of them was that he, debated someone and then the person that he debated uh, his students came and kind of took a revenge because of the debate I think that was a Shafi um, but was so it? yeah well yeah what one was that he, oh, he yeah, felt yeah, ill yeah, yeah. he yeah, felt ill and he passed away due to it and the one of them was that I remember one or there were different narrations as to how he passed one of them was that he got attacked by the students of another sheikh because he be, he beat the sheikh in a debate. Um, so yeah, you know, going far back, you had people justifying uh, stuff or you know attacking each other over you know opinions or fiqh. Um, but that's all I'm saying. I'm not. The other day he can believe in madhabs, he can believe in Najdi Dawa Athri. He can he can believe whatever he wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is. It's not a just be historically true, you know. Don't don't try to romanticize history from from other angles. Pick it because okay, this one's now. This one is clean, uh, is dirty to you, yeah? yeah. So let's try romanticizing another history. Or but he did. He he has said that he's actually writing a really lengthy piece on it that will well, no, be out soon. I guess I hope. Um, that to sort of clarify his opinion. I think once he releases that, then we'll get really, because um, he's still getting like tidbits of it. So I'm sure he... there's already repetition on the way too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I mean they're already thirty of them on the way. They're already being like uploaded onto the internet right now. But that's the problem because, like, for example, he might quote Imam Shokani, yeah, and someone yeah, else will quote, said, yeah. 
and someone else has quoted Imam Shokani saying that he loved him. Yeah. Mm. Now there'll be a whole debate on which one is accurate, which one was first, which one was, you know, who knew more, you know. And then uh, there was the the Ahl Hadith uh, scholar in India, uh, Sheikh Ismail Dahlawi, uh-huh. I think his name was, who praised Ibn Abdul Wahab as well. Mm. So now people will quote him or people will pull out quotes from another guy from this. You know, when you're talking about history like this, it's very, very difficult to base it on, you know, on what someone said. The problem problem with that is, right, um, I have an issue with that. Uh, And uh, the first time I came across it, I was like, hmm, I don't know. Like, if you go back and you look at um, the science of uh, uh, Rijal uh, for, like, mm-hmm. accepting uh, hadith and stuff, right? And uh, the sort of, um, the study that goes behind uh, analyzing each narrator, that's fine. That's solid, right? It's an amazing science in that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about afterwards when you had scholars um, sort of embracing each other. Like, oh, yeah, this scholar's amazing. That scholar's amazing. Um, like Shokani, for example, what his opinion on other Wahhab? You're talking about someone on the other side, like maybe like he was in Shokani or Imam Shokani was in Yemen, Yemen yeah. right? He was in Yemen, and uh, he and uh, Ibn Abdul Wahhab was in Najd. Um, how would how would he know firsthand? Like obviously the 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 the, the other science is very firsthand based, right? But how would he know? his actual opinions do you understand what i'm saying meaning there was no ma- sort of mass communication at the time so i always take that with a pinch of salt like when someone says something about someone else i always take it with a pinch of salt like i mean i, I believe ibn abedin also has an opinion on muhammad bin abdul wahab but does he not <laughs> <laughs> all right oh man you, god you don't you don't want to know ibn abedin's opinion yeah uh, i thought i'd throw it there <laughs> oh man um, right. Gone. Yeah, I mean, I love Ibn Abdin, you know, his yeah. works are amazing. Yeah. But uh, again, yeah, his opinion on Muhammad. But this Ibn is Abdul it. Was, when, uh... when you get this opinion, yeah, I do take him with a pinch of salt. I mean, in, in, regardless of how great or amazing that scholar individual is, um, you do kind of have to take that with a pinch of salt because they're, they're, they're saying it in, in, in a context that if you were to say it today, you'd look like a fool. Do you understand what I mean? My not only is... that, no, not only that. Can you know, summarize his opinion? Oh, I think he calls them the dogs of the hellfire and all sorts. <laughs> oh, okay. he calls, wow, he calls them. Yeah, but again, uh, Ibn Abidin was the the Grand Mufti of the Uthmani Khilafah, you know, mm. and uh, obviously Ibn Abdul Wahhab was the was Grand Mufti. Ibn Abdul Wahhab. Uh, yes, they overlapped. Yep. And right. uh, I think they overlapped anyway. Yeah, or, uh, I'm sure that they were they were well, contemporaries and, and they were at the same time, weren't they? Or, or, yes, yeah. they did. Or yeah, they Ibn, Ibn Abdin came so, may may have came slightly after because um, no, no, uh, uh, they overlapped. They did overlap. Okay. Uh, they, oh, wait, let me just check. Uh, but either way, that's what that was his opinion. Um, mm. That was his opinion on uh, the the Najdi Dawah and stuff. But yeah, he was a Grand Mufti of. Uh, no, Ibn Abdin came at the end of Muhammad Abdul Wahab's wife uh, life, and then after. Yeah. yeah so see, Ibn Abdin. I thought, I thought he he because he I thought he slightly preceded. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Uh, yeah so, uh, Ibn Abdul Wahab preceded him. Yeah. Yeah. So 
obviously, you know, there's he is the Grand Mufti of the Uthmani Khilafah, so he's gonna hate the uh, the Najdis, you know, the the Salafi movement. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, are you gonna judge Ibn Abidin on the historical context of what he did and what he lived and what the Uthmani Khilafah did at the time? Uthmani what did they do though? At that time, the Osmanis at that time, you know, the two about like the late um, 1700s, right? Yeah, so the late, uh, yeah, the late 18th century, early 19th century, they weren't very nice people, (laughs) you know. No, but no, 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 but that was way after, way after uh, um, Ibn Abdul Wahab, though. Yeah, but I'm saying what the Ottomans did, what the Ottomans did. Oh, which one of those empires now has? Like a sort of valid ideology inside of the world, none of them. What do you mean? Other than what, what I mean is that, well, the, like, no matter what they did at that particular time, right? Well, they, I feel it does matter, obviously. Um, I'm not gonna sort of um, brush over it, like the, the any atro- any atrocities that they may have committed, but what they did at that at that time was uh like a, in a time period that nobody's carried the ideology forward in that sense you understand what i mean yeah i get you i do get you where's the you, you basically what you're saying is there's an extra spice in it when you do the kfir and when you uh you know make it like a a, a matter of like aqidah and right right know, exactly there's there's extra, yeah there's extra spice in the murdering yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're trying to say isn't it yeah yeah no the, yeah of course because you you're looking at it in a way where um and even today nowadays you you'll get i mean you got i like if you take say isis they mm-hmm. base the ideology off of his works and there's and there's no denying that they, they, you can't turn around and say well no it it really isn't it is People want to deny that and say, uh, or sort of other um, selfies will turn around and say, no, 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 that's not the case because they, they these guys are just extremists and they've taken uh, his words out of context and he didn't do this, he didn't do that. But catch him in another conversation about how uh, great Ibn Abdul Wahhab was and they'll be talking about, oh, he came and he cleaned up the Arabian Peninsula and he uh, ridded it of all these mushrikeen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. In, that, in that context, I'll turn around and say, "Yeah, we're, we're embracing him no, like wholesale." But when it comes to, well, what are ISIS doing? They're t- no, 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 no. They got nothing to do with that guy. Do you understand what I'm saying? There is, an, there is an inconsistency that, there. Do you think that's part of that is to do with the, the culture as well? Like what I find is that Arabs, they they will do takfir a lot easier than Asians, generally. Mm-hmm. So like the Ahl al Hadith movement in uh, Pakistan. Mm-hmm. They really won't do takfir as easily as, uh, you know, the, the Saudi type Salafis. Really? Yeah, they won't. They won't do it as quickly as easily. Well, come to think of it, I haven't really been exposed to um, the Saudi Salafis as much. Um, although now, come to think of it, not even not the Ahl Hadith either uh, from the subcontinent. Um, as much yes. as I would have uh, like liked, I guess, um, in that sense. So get to know more about them and stuff. Um, but I don't, yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know. Yeah, there, there, there are the marked difference between the two mm. you know, culturally as well. But um, 
no, again, the, the other stuff that he was talking about, you know, like, which was funny, yeah, was, you know, the historically, like, uh, you know, because he, he takes away all the hadith, yeah, and basically weakens them all, virtually, you know, that talk about Yajuj and Majuj. Yeah. So then he starts bringing up opinions that, you know, uh, the people had during the medieval times, you know, or about who Yajuj and Majuj were. So people talked about like the Mongols, you know, when the Mongols first invaded, they they thought that they were, you know, from Yajuj and Majuj. Yeah, I, but again, I remember reading that. Again, that's, you, you got to look at that, again, as a historical point of view, you know, when you're just there chilling and next thing you know, these Mongols are hoarding down. And they, like, you know this hadith. So you're basically, you're convinced, aren't you? That, that's it. It's the end yeah, of the world. The guys have just come down and just, you know, started to massacre everyone. That's what the hadith says. But that's not a definitive answer. The people there didn't definitively know that this is, you know, yeah, Juju and Matt Juju. You just have to look at it in the context of the writing. So again, I feel he's being unfair, you know, uh, when he's talking about this idea that there's different opinions in the medieval times as to what, you know, who Yajuj and Majuj were. I haven't actually heard his opinion on the Yajuj and Majuj. I haven't read it either. I haven't got that far. Um, what, what is his actual opinion on it? Like, what's he, what is he definitively saying? <laughs> he, he's not definitively saying anything. And this is the stupidity of it all. He's saying that it's not a matter of belief. Okay. Right, first of all. Yeah. But it Which, is though, isn't it? I think he's, he's skating on very thin grounds there, yeah? Because he said, it's not a matter of belief. What do you mean it's not a matter of belief? That, that You know, he doesn't answer that. Mm. Because it's in the Quran, so you have to believe that they existed, right. yeah? Mm. You have to believe that, uh, uh, you know, the ayah, there's an ayah that says, um, you know, that they're going to be locked, that they're locked up, you know, the uh, uh, until Allah will release them the promise mm. of Allah will come mm. yeah so there is some context behind this you know it's not a matter of that oh you you obviously the ayah in the Quran you have to believe the ayah in the Quran mm. okay do you have to believe does Allah does anyone has anyone ever commanded going around telling people you need to believe in Yajuj and Majuj no it's, it's right in that yeah no one's going around making dawah for Yajuj and Majuj you know it's just <laughs> So I think he's he's playing with words there. No, you know, I, being... no, I, I, th- I think I think when people say that that it's not a matter of belief, what they mean by that is that it's not something that they will be questioned on. Like they believe in the Quran, and they believe that everything that's that's what I mean. But in terms of like yeah, like do you understand what I mean? So some people take these uh, sort of. Uh, I'm not denying that. Go on. Okay, but what I'm saying to you is mm. right. Say if you've. Say if you've never read the Quran before, yeah. yeah, and you know, like now people take it for granted that everyone can read. Right? Back in the days, people couldn't read, yeah. So you didn't know about a certain prophet that was mentioned in the Quran, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, when you go to when you died and you're going to be questioned, are you going to be questioned? Okay, do you believe in this prophet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not what you because you you question on basically what you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Allah and his messenger, you know, the things that everyone needs to know, yeah? yeah. So are you going to be questioned on the day of judgment? Okay, do you believe in Ya'juj and Ma'juj? You're like, okay, I don't know much about them, to be honest with you. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I've never read in detail. Uh, but that's what he's kind of like alluding to, if you get me, yeah? Which is what I'm saying. But if you've read about them, 
if you've read that Ya'juj and Ma'juj exist, but then say, I don't believe it, yeah, you are yeah. you are obligated then to believe it because yeah, you've read it in the yeah. Quran. Yeah, you are. So you are kind. So you are kind of obligated to believe. But, it but, but, but yeah, okay, true. But has he said that he doesn't believe in it, or has he no, just said that? That's he... what I'm saying to you. So I'm not saying he said that. So mm. I'm not accusing yeah. him. I'm not yeah, making yeah. the fear on him. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing najdi or whatever. What I'm saying is, so I'm saying that argument is a little bit disingenuous. A little bit, you know, yeah. it's a little bit masala, a little bit masala that he's adding there. Yeah, I see what you're saying. He's kind of skirting yeah. around it, and uh... yeah, he's kind of skirting around it. So once you've read about it. Mm. You are obligated to believe that yeah, Juj and Majuj existed, mm. yeah, and that Zulkarnain, you know, what happened, he, he made uh, the barrier, yeah. Mm. You are obligated because it's in the Quran, clear, right? Mm. Are you obligated to believe that you know they're alive now, yeah, and there's a barrier between them now, and you know, there's a there's a uh, that they're gonna come down on the day of judgment now, as far as I knew. If you've read the hadith, yeah, and the hadith talk about it, and the hadith are like in, you know, books of Imam Ahmad in uh, Sahih Bukhari, Sahih Muslim, mm -hmm. then kind of, yeah, you are. You know, I'm not saying you're kafir if you don't, but I'm mm -hmm. saying you kind of are obligated now to believe in it. You know, yeah, because. The, well, the, it's, it's hard. I mean, the, this is the issue with uh, turning things into like metaphors, and there's certain hadith that, because, because they lead on from each other, it's not like one particular hadith where you could. Like uh, you can sort of explain it away uh, as being uh, sort of uh, uh, metaphorical in one sense, or yeah. In this, like for example, the the specific instances that that I mean specific actions that they're gonna do that this group is gonna do, right? Um, be it uh, like um, shoot arrows into the sky, right? Yeah, or, all these or, hadith, or, yeah. Yeah, or die of, of of a disease, or whatever the case is. I mean, they, 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 but they're not, and the, these hadith aren't together, they're separated, do you understand? So, so in, it's not like it's one hadith and you're going to uh, find a way to uh, sort of explain that way in metaphor. There's lots of different ones, and if you're going to, you're going to have to use, that's, that's a lot of, that's hard work. That's if, hard work. You're going to have to weaken all the hadith. Yeah. All the tafsir that talk about you know the ayahs about uh, that when Allah's promise come and they're going to be released, mm -hmm. yeah, because all the tafsir then link them that ayah to them hadith, right? So how are you can explain it away all of it? Yeah. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you think that's done in the name of um, I like uh, um, what Abdul, Abu Abdullah once said in the name of nuance. Right, that people like they love this idea of nuance, uh, uh, and they'll they'll I mean they'll hide behind the word nuance just to get an opinion out there. Part of me believes, right, that it's almost like he believes that in all the miracles that came before he could see them, mm -hmm. yeah, all the miracles that will come that he can't be questioned about, yeah. Mm. But the stuff that sounds stupid to non-Muslims mm. now that someone can actually ask him about now, yeah, mm. it's kind of like he's trying to like skirt around that. Yeah, do you understand what I, I mean? See what you're like, mm. if someone says, "Oh, uh, you know, one day the 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 sun's gonna come up from the west," mm. yeah, you can easy like say, "Yeah, I believe it." Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gonna say, "You're gonna see. Watch what you're gonna see." Yeah. Mm. If you to turn around and say to someone, I believe there's a huge population of people that we can't see right now mm. that are hidden behind this barrier, 
they can't look at you and think, "What an idiot!" <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, the, it. it's true. But then, that, isn't that isn't that on the same uh, sort of level as saying, "I believe that the Prophet Sallallahu split the moon in two"? I believe it is. Yeah, it's, I believe it, the moon. So, isn't that the same on the same uh, scale as saying the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam flew to uh, Jannah on a winged horse? Right? Yeah, but you can always argue. I wasn't there, but I believe it. Yeah, but. You can't don't question yeah. me now because I wasn't, you know. No, but but, but, the, the, but I think but it's you easy can't. to. I think that's a cop out because if you turn around and say, "Well, yeah, no, I believe yeah, it I happened," uh, right. I believe yeah. it happened, but you know, you can't you can't question me on the details. You'd have to if you believe it happened, then you kind of have to uh, back it up with. Well, if someone turned around and said, "Well, yeah, can you explain how that happened to me?" You just have to put it down to. A miracle which it was right we believe we don't believe that, believe that happened yeah. we don't believe that happened every day with other people you had people flying around flying carpets and stuff that's not <laughs> that's not that's not what we believe in absolutely not these are breaks of norm that that happened and f like in one way to prove the prophet prophecy as well to the people who didn't believe him and believe in him at the time um i agree that's why i find it you know when he says Oh, there's you know how can you uh, how can there be a mountain and he says and his justification saying it's not a miracle. If you ever read the story of Yajuja Majuj, it is a miracle. You can argue however way you want that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala doesn't explicitly state that it's a miracle. Of course, it's a miracle. You know how is <laughs> how is a man? When has Allah ever said something is a miracle? He just does things. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, it's that's, ridiculous. That's, that's a good point. Allah didn't create something and say this is a miracle. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know, right? just... No, no, but he, he yes, that's one of my points. So he says Allah SWT never said it was a miracle, right? Now from my point of view, if a dude builds a wall between a mountain, yeah, that the people on the other side can't climb over, can't dig under, I can't get around at hmm. that time. That's a miracle. Yeah? That is a miracle. Mm -hmm. and because it, for all intents and purposes, you can build a wall anywhere in the world. Yeah? Mm. And someone can get around it. Yeah. So it is a miracle. It, it wasn't the fact that Dhulkar Nain built a wall and it was a normal wall. There's something special about this wall. You know, it's a barrier. <laughs> it's so special it, about this wall, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, just use your, use your common sense, you know. How did he get that high to build a wall? He must have climbed something. So couldn't they climb something? Yeah, yeah? Right. of course. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, you know, there's it's so many. Couldn't they dig under it? You know, there's, it just doesn't make any sense anyway. Right. Dig, dig through it, you know. And dig through it. Break through break it. You know, give people it, yeah. enough time to break through it. Yeah. So, so it, it is a miracle, you know. And I think, I think he's clutching at straws. Honestly, but then you is. you also have to take into context that the meaning if, if 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 there's nothing left to say but call it a miracle because of what he said that in that we've mapped the earth today or ever right and say we know where major majority of the things on planet Earth we know like what is there give or take and side of some. Like strange areas like on parts of the Amazon rainforest and stuff, they're still discovering tribes and stuff outside of like that sort of stuff. We know majority of like we've seen it, we've got like satellites and stuff. So they may not be in the physical realm that we're in right now, but we do understand they they're there. We have to kind of 
we do we have to believe that they're there and that yeah, would, we just and that, would that would constitute as uh, a miracle then wouldn't it this the other thing now right so he's saying and this is what he said he said that you know our interpretation now is bidah yeah mm -hmm. your interpretation of what do you call it the uh uh where they are is bid'ah because no one ever else said it before you, mm -hmm. right? So this this idea of this kind of bid'ah, where is he getting this from? You know, where this kind that is this yeah. a, like a new type of bid'ah that you can't understand the context of uh, ayah or hadith based on where you where you are at the moment. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, so, for yeah. example, if uh, if the people in the past understood a certain ayah to mean a certain thing, yeah, mm -hmm. scientifically, and then a thousand years later they got it wrong. Does it mean that we can't then correct that understanding? Is that better? Right. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So yeah. if the people at the time thought, you know, the Mongols were the yeah, Juju uh, yeah, and they were wrong, does that mean that we can't now correct them and say no? It's not in a physical place. It's not here. It's somewhere hidden where we can't see. Right. Yeah, I, I see. Like, I see what you're saying. But then, it doesn't make any sense. okay, okay. But there, there is another issue there. Though, is that why didn't they have that opinion at the time? Because everything wasn't clear. You know, not I, everything. I, I, I see that. I see. I see. I see the issue with that. In that, you 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 kind of interpret okay. you t interpret it in light of the times. As opposed no, no. to like a clear, direct um, sort of uh, interpretation, meaning there is, it doesn't matter what time event you're in. Or the, the, are there things in the Dean that you only interpret at a certain time? And then it's like, well, okay, that makes sense. Like uh, another one is um, the um, the conquest of Constantinople, right? The what the Prophet said about the leader who leads that. Now you got the Salafis who say, "Well, no, it doesn't mean Muhammad al Fatah because uh, because he was like Sufi, actually, whatever it was, whatever he was, <laughs> right?" They'll say he is not Muhammad al Fatah. It means at another time that when it gets uh, sort of um, uh, conquered uh, again. Right, so they, they 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 they've taken that. And they're like, oh well, it doesn't. Do you understand what I'm saying? Meaning, no, and, yeah. and what I'm saying is, I think they're clutching at straws, yeah. Hmm. But you can't say they're hundred percent they're wrong, because we don't know what it means. So, for example, um, I think uh, I think it should be a general point to remember that a lot of these signs and hadiths we don't know exactly what they means until it explicitly happens, right? Yeah. So, for example, who defines when it specifically happened? We won't know. We won't know. For example, yeah, for example um, have you ever heard that uh, skyscraper city in Yemen? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah the one yeah, the first, made out of mud, right? It the yeah, first, made it out, out of mud. mud. It, was, it was the first one, wasn't it? So, if you asked the people at that time, they would have told you. This is a sign of the day of judgment. Yeah. Right, right, right. My, you know, the funny thing, my brother said it, like, this is the exact same thing to me. He goes, yeah, if you had brought that up, because he's the one who brought it to me, he, he brought it up like on his phone. He said, check this out. He said, at that time, if you had, like, if they were probably thinking, this, this is who the Prophet ﷺ was talking about when he said these barefoot, destitute Arabs will vie yeah. with one another uh, in building, right. taller buildings, right? right? Yeah. 
um this is probably who we're talking about but obviously now we look we're like whoa what the these it's guys <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, who's it's to say it's definitely these guys but <laughs> yeah but who's to say like 100 years from now you're not gonna see structures that you can't even imagine today yeah you they're gonna eclipse these sort of structures yeah, yeah these might right. be normal you know yeah. Uh, these, these, might, these, these might be small. These might be like these guys are lightweight. Chick- have budget device for the homeless now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? We're, we're building to the moon. You know. Right. Yeah. So it's very difficult to, you know, start saying that. Oh, this is definitively this. So every people, every, you know, everyone's going to come around and turn and say, "Oh, this is a sign of their judgment." Or that this is what this hadith means in the context of what where they live. Or uh, the time period that they live in, so I think that I think it's a, again I think that's a little bit of a you know, a little bit of a cop out to say that all oh, the people in the past didn't believe that uh, they believed that yeah Juju and Juju were the Tatars or were you know uh, they were here or there like it's I mean I think that one brother was saying it's in the Caucasus you know what's yeah. the difference can you not tell the Caucasus they they have mapped out the Caucasus. You know, mm-hmm. it's not it's not some underground place the Caucasus, you know. I know yeah. it sounds great. Yeah, but I don't know. I think uh I don't sometimes I think maybe the anyway, I don't want to say I think you know the Ibn Abdul Hab thing. Yeah. I think what did yeah. he is that his way of uh kind of diverting the attention a bit from the Yajuj and Majuj thing? You know, no. is it I think he's been going that way for a while. Uh, you know what? I think a lot of them have been going that way for a while. Think about all all all, all the ones. Meaning, if it, I remember, like I don't know, I would say ten years ago, you had all of these guys who were who were hard at it, and a, a lot of them have like softened. I remember when he made um he made a takfir of uh, Sayyid Muhammad bin Ali al Maliki in in. Mecca, I think it was. Uh, he, he he passed away in like 2004, or whatever. He was a big scholar. Um, he used to teach at the Haram, and he made takfir of him because he believed uh, in may have been istighatha tawassal. I don't know the exact, but he made takfir of him at the time. But now he's kind of taken that back completely. Oh really? I didn't know he made takfir. Huh? Yeah, he made he made uh, the. Okay, I'm saying this, but. I'm gonna, you know what? Give me a second. I better check this out. I don't want to slander him. Say something you didn't say. But I remember at the time specifically he did. Um, and that's why. Uh, uh... So, so yeah, that's probably when he was, um, you know, when he was really into the, uh, you know, when he'd probably come out of Medina. Because I remember he did do some stuff. Yeah, yeah. See, I found, I found uh, literally. I found a, a, a website, sunni1.wordpress. Um, it says, uh, the, the headline is, Yasser, Yasser Qadi accuses the late Sheikh Muhammad bin Ali al-Maliki of polytheism shirk. Um, ah. So yeah, you know, back in the day. That's it, bold. It's very bold, yeah. But the, 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 the point is, is that, that it was an opinion that he held. Uh, this is obviously, must have been a long time ago. Um, but... He, I think he's he's kind of moved away from that now. He's he's specifically said that he doesn't believe uh, that that is shirk. He believes it's haram and it could lead to shirk and stuff. Like that's what he said in the latest uh, interview. Um, but he doesn't believe it to be like necessarily shirk in and of itself, uh, which is something the sort of uh, Nazi Dawah has been fighting for for a very long time. 
And I think that quite a few of them have like taken that line where it's like, oh no, it's not completely um, shirk. It's just something that's haram. No. Yeah, I mean, even if you say something is, you know, shirk. Hmm. Again, it depends on context of what you mean and you know how you're saying it is it shirk is it thing is it gets really it gets really really um this is what i found when i was like engaged in i was doing my research on the topic and the stuff i found it like gets very very murky gets very muddy like you're gonna it's like incremental isn't that meaning if 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 if, especially with like the whistle was very like clear like asking allah by someone's status for example yeah mm-hmm. that's that's uh, people call it bid'ah they won't necessarily call it shirk because you're still asking Allah then it's can you ask the Prophet Sallallahu because uh, from far away that yeah that's shirk and some people say no well you know he has the, if Allah grants him the ability he can hear from afar then it's like well if he's at the grave we know the Prophet the Prophet's are alive in the graves praying from the hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu and the Prophet uh like he hears uh, is is uh, or, or rather the dead here is a uh, is an opinion that's uh, held by many scholars. So if the dead can hear, then the Prophet definitely can hear. Uh, so if you at the grave of the Prophet you ask him, he can hear you. Do you understand? It gets very murky incrementally. You're like, okay, well, then where where does that lead you? That's uh, what I mean. So for example, like I'm probably uh, some of these, you know, I, I'm I still use shirk. I'd say that's shirk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like guy going down to, you know, going to a grave and rubbing his head on it, you know. Mm. I I say shirk, mm. yeah. Mm. yeah. I might not say it's kafir or whatever, but yeah, I'll say. Okay, okay, but why would you why would you say that shirk if a person's rubbing his head on the grave? Why would that be shirk? He's trying to get, but you know, it's because for me that's he's on the verge of like he's on the verge of doing ibadah there, yeah, or making tawaf around the grave, yeah. He's on the. He's on. The, he's doing ibadah, yeah. Okay, so think he's, in, he's on that shirk spectrum. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's on the shirk spectrum. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, nah, okay. What, what What about someone that uh, goes to the graves and they take the stones near the graves and rubs them around the body? I think it's shirk. Okay. Okay. This okay. is this, this is this is this is where I disagree. Now, if if you were to go and you were to kiss a grave, that would be you. You would also call that shirk then. Kissing a grave. But if they're going to rub their head on the grave, then what's the difference between rubbing their head on the grave and kissing the grave? I think kissing would be it, further. No, no, because no, rubbing your head has a certain... Kissing could be out of love. Yeah, right. right? That's, what, that's what I was getting at. You can kiss yeah, a person's... Right. Like, you can kiss your shirk's hand. Or, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, kissing but then could be out of love, yeah. Rubbing your head is a bit more... Because that's got context behind it, you know? That's like, you know, bar- uh, Baraka and, you know, it's veneration. It's mm. different. That's what I'm saying to you, it's different, yeah? Mm. There's context behind everything. But, right, right, but this is, this is, this is a fair point then, uh, in, that, in raising that. If you were, like you've said, ah, kissing, no, there could be out of love. You said that to a Najdi, and it'll be like, nah, kissing, yeah, definitely shirk. How meaning that's, there's no way that's not shirk. You know what I mean? This is where this way gets really um like murky and muddy and stuff. And then especially if you go like if you read the um uh the fatawa of uh, Imam Ramli and uh, I think even Ibn Hajar um, Ibn Hajar um, hated me. 
uh, of the Shafi Madhab, there, there's like, I, I know if, uh, uh, like Imam Ramli had a, a very specific uh, fatwa on um, Istighatha, right? Asking the, uh, and the thing is that, well, yeah, he was a sheikh, and he, at the end of the day, he's a sheikh of the Shafi Madhab, highly respected. And he, the people, to, and like, they learn his books today. In you go to a Shafi Madrasa, they'll learn his books today. So where do you kind of um, put that? Do you understand what I mean? Like you, you on, on one school, it's like shirk, if you will, absolutely unequivocally. But on another school, it's like, well, no, it's not. So it's it's you. you it kind of leaves you in a no man's land if you're if you're unfamiliar with these works and stuff. It, it does, but also sometimes, like I said, we said before. The truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Mm. Yeah, most of the time. Mm. You know, most of the time the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Unless it's something clear cut. Majority of the people, you know, they'll be in the middle and they'll mm. have some fringes on either side that you'll have to live with. Yeah? Okay. Now, what happens is, and this is where well, what we talked about before is the most important, is the one that has power will decide which fringe will be dominant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not about the yeah. it's uh, not about the strength of their belief, uh, the strength of their arguments or their yeah. books or whatever. It's the one that's got the power. So uh, the idea yeah. of the pen is mightier than the sword. No, it's not. <laughs> no, if I cut your head off, it's not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it depends who's holding the sword. Huh? It depends who's holding the sword. Yeah. No, what Come I'm on. saying is that doing the saying that the pen is mightier than the sword. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It depends who's, all, yeah. who's holding yeah, right, the sword. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So you know, you're going to strike your head off and you're panicking. That's again. interesting because uh, Salafism is a losing power in the world. So is that why people are like trying to, you know, maneuver away from it? Yeah. Yeah, get away from. I think yeah, I thought, no, uh, Salaf but wait, are they losing power though? No. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think yes, they no, are. No, no, no. They are no, they're not. Definitely no, losing they're power. Not. Yes, they are. Salafis, Dude. Salafis. Salafis are growing faster. <laughs> you are. Everyone. No. Okay, okay, no. okay. Why would why would you say they're they're going down face? Uh, I would say they are going down. Okay. You talking about the intensity or they're going down num numerically? Okay, okay. Um, both, both. I'll tell you what I base this on. Look at all the major uh, preachers of the Salafi Dawah ten years ago. What are they all doing now? None of them is as stringent as they were ten years ago. The, all of them okay. have softened. Oh, hold on! All of them are are sort of um, uh, at conferences with people they would never have been seen with at that time. Be it okay. Hamza, be it Hamza Yusuf, Sheikh Abdullah bin Bayah, be it uh, Imam Zaid, or who, whoever it is, right? Uh, all the all the I well, the reason I named them is because they're from the Sufi sort of yeah. group, if you will, okay. right? You they would not have interacted before. Now they are. Where are they? and the thing is, is that now the right. those, now what? do you think that's do you th wait wait no, so, do you think that's because they're getting weaker or because they're getting more mainstream and they're maturing no they're more more mainstream <laughs> I'll more I'll mainstream maturing who uh, you're talking about the the Salafis at the time yeah because now before yeah. there was only one or two sects of Salafism yeah, or branches of Salafism mm. yeah. Now you've got so many, and each of them are propagating, right? 
Mm. So you've got the modern day Salafis represented by Yasser Khadr can say what he wants. He's Salafi. Yeah. He can say what he wants. That's what he is. Yeah. He's disassociated himself, man. You can't, you can't turn he's around and say. He's Salafi, same. man. He ain't turn. He it, ain't it, 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 it depends on how. You, I mean, if you're going to describe he's every like, Hanbali and Athari he, person as a Salafi, then yeah, of course. He's yeah. a Salafi. Okay, man. Anyone who says he's hum- I say I'm Hanbali. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make you Salafi, um, though, does it? I'm Salafi, man. I told nah. you. <laughs> you're a Hanafi, dude. You studied no, in Dalalum. You're in Dewsbury. There's no way you're a Salafi. Anyway, No, go. not Dewsbury, man. Come on. Oh, okay, 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 okay. All right. Don't Dewsbury. But what I'm saying is, look, uh, there's so many types of Salafis. You've got Al Maghrib now. Oh. You've got the Abu Isa a lot. You've yeah. got, uh, right. you know, you got right. the, Abu Khadija a lot. You've got so many. Br- they are spreading like wildfire. No, I, 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 I don't think they are. I don't think they are. Yeah, but, okay, but but the, look at look at this is the point I'm making. Look at the brand of Salafism. Like Abu Isa, for example. Not, He's a Hanafi. Abu Isa is a Hanafi. Uh, so Qadi, a Hanafi. Abu Isa is a Hanafi. No, he's not. Yes, Hanafi. he is. Yes, he is. No, he's not, man. Have you seen Prey? From Manchester, yeah? Not... Yeah, Abu Isa is not Hanafi. Okay, I'm sure he was Hanafi. He's not Hanafi, man. Yeah, I thought he was Hanafi also. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he was Hanafi. I'm sure he's getting out the Hanafi rulings one time. And he, he yeah. I'm sure he said he. No, obviously you can give out Han, uh, different mother rulings and stuff, but I'm sure yeah, he was a Hanafi. That's a Salafi thing. No. Yeah, <laughs> I, see, now, see, now you're reaching. That is a Salafi thing. It is, honestly. They will quote him Abu Hanifa when it suits them. That's not, yeah. what, he, that's not what he does, though. No, but he's not, Sal- he's not Hanafi, man. He's Salafi, man. I'm he's, 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 no, no. In terms of, in terms, I agree with you. In terms of like Aqidah and stuff, yeah, I, I would say he does. He doesn't fall in line with, um, say, your traditional okay. Sufi Ashris. But the way he prays, man, he prays like a like a Salafi. Dude, I pray like a Salafi. That doesn't make me one. Okay, but actually, no, 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 no. Sorry, I correct that. The Salafis pray like me. Okay, but what I'm saying, you can't be... <laughs> I had to... That, that was a fraudulent slip right there. Yeah, reason I say that is because the Shafis came first. All right, anyway, go yeah, on. Cause, no, because you're Shafi, yeah? yeah? But Hanafis don't do Rafadin. He does Rafadin. Okay, all right. Okay, and then he may be on a hand or something. I don't know. I know, he yeah, fa- he, I'm sure he follows a mother, but he doesn't just freelance it. Of course, he freelances it. He, man. No, he doesn't, dude. He does. He does he, not freelance it. We'll talk about Abu Isa another time. But Abu Isa freelances. He doesn't okay, follow right. Madhab. Uh, you, you know what? You're you're from that end. You probably know more than me. But yeah, I, I'm yeah, basing. 100%. I'm basing totally on like what I um follow. follow no, them no, on. This, no. This plus this, is, this was a few years ago. So no, no, he's Salafi, man. He's Salafi. Anyway. Okay, but, but anyway, I, think, I, but I, the thing about it, the, the, this is the point. There's so many branches of Salafism, yeah. And now you've got the new ones, the Qatari type, the Qatari funding, yeah. Okay. The Qatari is funding loads and loads of madaris. And they've got their own brand of Salafism. So, they, of course, they're growing. Like, for example, if you pick the majority of Western speakers now, Islamic speakers, mm. what do you think the majority are? Mm, I don't know. It's a hard one. Yes, come on, man. Oh, okay, don't be okay, a hater okay, now. Okay, now okay, you're okay, just okay, being okay, a hater. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, fine. Salafi, go on. Majority of Salafi. Okay, but they're yeah? not the same brand of Salafi. That's what I'm saying. They, 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 my point is, they'll sit in a conference with... The uh, Sufi Asharis. Okay, I'm not denying that. That's the new version of them. But right. So they, they have softened. Still, so, the, so okay, they've softened, but they are still Salafi. 
and but they are like, yeah, but technically, can you growing. Call okay, but ca- technically, can you call them Salafis? Meaning, it, uh, at the time of uh, Muhammad bin Abdul Wahab, he would have been butchering these people to death. They're not the same people. You're, what you're okay. saying is no. You're, what you're saying is that these people are, are the same. I.e., they are. I'm saying they've changed to a point that they can no longer be called by that same name. They may well, say. Now yeah, the, the, now the, you're being now you're going to semantics. Now you're going to semantics. Yeah. Well, well because, kind of, but you know, I think the semantics makes sense, though. I think uh, what I stand originally still stands. What I said originally still stands. Go on. Give them power. <laughs> you re- okay? Okay, you're you're Bro, so, so you're saying give like, them power. You're saying you're all you, you're saying that if if Yasser Qadi got power, he would be he'd be uh, turning everyone into a Salafi. Yeah, of course. You, you, do you think he would ditch his idea of Yajuj Majuj? I think he'd probably impose that idea on everyone else. To be honest with you, I think that's the way the world works. I don't. Know, I, I think that's a kind. Of, that's, that's quite a um, like morbid view of the world. Like probably a true yeah. one. Probably a true one. I don't know, but. That's my version of history. Whoever gets power. <laughs> Your version of history. I'm just telling you, whoever gets power have done it historically. They've imposed their view. Oh yeah, you know what? Yeah, you know what? It was Simon who was mentioning to uh, uh, mentioning to me on um, WhatsApp that about the Ottomans that it was policy to kill your um, your next to uh, whoever's in line for the throne. Was it Simon? Was it you who mentioned that? Yeah, yeah. The Ottoman sultans used to kill their uh, brothers. But yeah, what? or they would kill their sons. Uh, once yeah. they knew which one yeah. they were going to give power to, they'd kill the other sons. Who would kill them? The father. The father. Also, was this like a policy? It, it, like, oh, this is it. You know, you walk, walk him like into the forest and kill him or something. Or was it like a covert? So basically, if you had four sons, yeah, for example. No one knew which one you were giving power to. Right. So what they would do is they'd like, okay, you go there. You be the governor of that city. You be the governor of that city. You be the... so you all make governors, and you'd kind of like, um, what's the word? Uh, you'd evaluate them. Yeah. And you'd see which one does better, which one gets stronger. But at the end of the day, because all these guys had uh, multiple harems and uh, concubines. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it would come down to which one was the son of their favorite concubine or most powerful, you know, uh, concubine. Mm. And then she'd whisper in his ear, no, he's the best one. He's the one that you should, you know, follow. Right. So Women. then what you would do, he'd be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, let's have dinner. Let's have lunch. And you'd come in and he'd strangle you. Oh, it was one of those. Yeah, it was like yeah, a yeah, covert operation. Yeah, and then See, what got me was that they got like a fatwa from the uh, Grand Mufti to yeah. do that. What? Yeah, they got fatwas. Yeah, they get fatwas for it, man. He's a baghi. He's a rebel. Because, like, for example, well, who were if... the muftis? Wahhabis? I mean, what the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah, they're Hanafis, bro. They're <laughs> all Hanafis. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow, they had us be. We we go fatwa shopping. They used to make the mufti make the new fatwas for themselves. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what you call power. Yeah. You, power. You, you make the fatwa come to you. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So you, you Amazon private, bro. <laughs> So basically, the way it works, yeah, if like I'm the son and I've got an army and I'm thinking, yeah, this dude ain't going to pick me, yeah, he ain't going to pick me, right? 
so then he'd say oh come you know we're having a meeting and i'd be like forget that i'm not coming this guy's gonna you know, <laughs> i'd be gone yeah, Change yeah my this, name. Guy's, this guy's gonna kill me but then what would happen is did you'd get a fatwa on you you're a traitor you're this and this and this <laughs> Then you're hoping that your army fights for you or it doesn't fight for you. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. See, a lot of times, too, they used to kill uh, baby brothers, too, in the cribs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to make sure to do that. And yeah, the justification was the uh, the Mufti should give the, give the fatwa because the just justification was if they came of age, there would be a civil war for power. So right now you kill one life and it's... spare, like, hundreds. Oh, my wow. God. That was the justification. Yeah, yeah. Man, so, so they would say it's permissible to kill Hitler when he's a baby, bro. Listen, yeah, yeah, that's right. Muhammad Al Fatih, the people that call the conqueror of uh, Constantinople, he killed his little brother on the crib. No Ooh, way, I don't know about that. Now you're getting that's 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 Wahhabi propaganda. Uh, that's Wahhabi no, it's not. It's true. See, this is it. This is what I'm talking about. Alternative facts. They turn around. And, and, <laughs> and, and the, the Prophet ﷺ praised the individual who did it, uh, who um, like conquered Constantinople. That happened to be Muhammad al-Fatah. They couldn't take the fact that he was a um, Sufi Ashari. No, no. I'm. I even. I'm like. Yeah, that's a bit. Even I'm thinking. Yeah, that's a bit. Now they're making alternative facts. That's some Salafi propaganda. That is, you know. Yeah, let's just say that. I agree. Think about that. Let me load this up. Imagine, imagine you like you're that, like you know, you get call from your older brother, your father. Hey, man, come join us for dinner at the palace. You know, you leave town, change your name, change your gender. <laughs> no but they did as well a lot of times what they used to do they used to like flee you know to other countries and stuff to yeah. get uh asylum, asylum yeah. and then eventually they do a deal look send that guy back <sighs> man that's gotta be the worst back. yeah and you you got you got your older brother like just looking you in the eye saying how you thought you could get away yeah Dude. and uh that's what i'm saying the, it's it's very brutal very and it's all fatwa-based. Everyone, everyone's giving fatwas for it. Everyone's giving fatwas for it. Man, that's how cheap it became. Isn't it? That's what I'm saying. It's like it's it's easy to romanticize that kind of um, yeah. that kind of era, you know. But that was that was life. Yeah, back so, then. you know what? It's 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 a story. Uh, it's one story that my uh, teacher would say is um, there was like I don't know where it was Algeria, Albania, or somewhere. There's a mufti went on. The radio it was during Ramadan, I think it was, and he was going to talk about a certain subject. Uh, it may have been the Quran or something like that. And uh, he, the leader said, uh, so the leader called him. So I don't know, game thing. He goes, "What do you?" So he, the the Mufti, turned around and said, "What do you want me to say? Do you want me to speak for it or against it?" Like whatever the topic is, that's kind of what we got to, isn't it? Meaning where you just. Whatever the leader says, like, do you want to talk about a topic? Yeah, you know, I'll I'll speak for it if the leader wants me to speak for it, or if this leader's if it's in his uh, for favor to speak against that topic, he'll use the Quran and the Sunnah and stuff against it. Um, that's the issue, isn't it? Just everyone like too many opinions. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. It, it makes sense, and uh, but. 
you know, a lot of people, like for example, this thing about killing their their brothers and stuff. That's ultimately what led, you know, it was a major factor in them destroying themselves as well. Yeah, because it weakened them so badly because they killed, you know, experienced generals, experienced soldiers, you know, people that had uh, that that were loyal to them. Just to hold the seat of power, just to keep hold just of hold, seat. Yeah, yeah, just to keep hold of. And uh, then obviously, if you know it's going to happen, everyone's mm. plotting for it. That's all that people are doing. Mm, They're yeah. plotting who's going to die, who's going to be killed. But yeah. now, if you watch Ertegril, man, Ottoman Empire, best empire ever. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have, you, have, you, have you watched it? No, I don't watch it. I've seen like a few clips, but I've never watched it watched it yeah i've not i've not i've not seen it as well i don't know i don't know if i will watch it a lot of people rave about it um i'm not too sure no it's, i don't know like i said people have um very biased view of history very very biased view and that's what i think that going back to where we started from you know about yes the guardian i think it's a very it's become a Completely, totally other side biased view on history. But okay, but can it not be like a correction as opposed to like a biased view of the other side? Yeah, that's what you can say. That's what I'm saying. That's what I said at the beginning. You know, they've got a problem of the fear, right? Mm. And part of it is to do with the attitude that they laid down from the beginning, yeah. and a lot of that led to people being killed unjustly and unnecessarily, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, it is, it comes down to his door because he's the one that started the teaching, propagated that view. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that he meant to do it or that was his idea or education, but there was there was a kind of a mistake there. Yeah. Mm. And you can, you know, you can kind of like do that in, on on for everyone you know, for a lot of different levels. You know, I mm. think that the. You know, so like, like a lot of scholars say that the Hanafi mother getting involved with the state was a big mistake. Yeah, getting involved with with the state, with the, okay, you know, yeah. with the, the ruling government was yeah. a big mistake. Mm. And I probably tend to agree that it probably was a big mistake. You know, um, when you look at historically wise, it was a big mistake. You know, it's no. now does that mean that we're saying, oh no, the guy that did it, you know, is evil, he's wrong, blah blah. You know, he probably had justification for doing it, but it was a, you know. Oh, yeah, I, okay, I looked that up. Speaking of justification, it's true. Mehmet II, the conqueror, he is the one who introduced this, uh, this uh, practice of fratricide because his father fought a bloody civil war with his brothers. So it, it was him, Al-Fatih. Whoa. Whoa. He's the first one to do it. Yeah, you don't have to. I don't believe I mean, it. It's not a matter <laughs> of belief. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It says when when a new sultan ascended to the throne, he would imprison all his surviving brothers and murder them by strangulation with a silk cord as soon as he had produced his first male hair. Crazy yeah. stuff. Wow. Official policy, bro. Well, where did you get this from? Uh, Turkish Islamic history websites. Okay. Yeah, it was. Um, there were a lot of dodgy things, man. Like they had this issue of, again. Yeah. People don't know, but they should know. Again, you know? again, based on context, like it, it doesn't diminish what he did in my eyes for 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 the Muslims. You know, 
Yeah, yeah, I'm not denying that. I'm just saying, you know, like you said, you have to look at everything in context. But it does really bring into you know this you you this uh, idea that they were human, you know, and they did a lot of wrong things. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't you don't worship or you know we don't follow them. We follow Prophet Salam. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. romanticize that history at the same time. Because right. Otherwise, right. you start thinking. One of the other things, actually, one of my, you know, one of the guys was telling me that uh, when I was younger that if you romanticize history, you basically get to the point where you don't believe that you could ever do what they did because they were so amazing, so angelic. Right. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's one of the mistakes that people make. Like, if you ever said that about Muhammad al Fatih, man. Mm. Yeah, people can go crazy. <laughs> yeah, yes, they will, bro. But, but if there's anyone's gonna say it, it's you, Simon. I believe in you. Go out there and. Uh... <laughs> oh, or or look at this. <laughs> look at this. Right, let's talk about it now. Like, this is like Imran Khan. Yeah. Right. That that dude is almost being like worshipped by Pakistanis now. Yeah. Is he? Oh, come Honestly. on, come on, dude. 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 Look, we know what that looks like, and that is that. But we know what Bashar al-Assad's uh, supporters like thought of him. There's no one else near the same. Level. No, no, on, no. Trust me. At the moment, they are seeing him like he he's coming, like a messiah's coming. You know, mm. and he's gonna fix every. They're going nuts about him. Oh, well, yeah? of course, of course. Not yeah. gonna lie, his speech was pretty good last week. Yeah, I was dude. a fan. Yeah, he that guy uh, today is it because with, he's a cricket player? No, he's he's smart. No. He's, 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 so, so, um, Ali, finish your thought and then I'll tell you uh, why. Yeah, that guy today people. is celebrating Chinese independence. Yeah, like mm. is he on a pee taking mission? Mm. You know, the whole world is talking about what China is doing. You know, to the like the the, the Uyghur Muslims. Right. And this not guy really. is like not really. No, okay. The whole like us and Muslims and no, anyone. No no, 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 the world's talking about it. It it get it gets brought up in the UN now. It does. So yeah, the world it, is people aware are of talking it. about it. Yeah, and he is like bending over more and more, mm. and people are like even it gets to the point where Hindus are saying, "Why are you not talking about China?" Yeah, they, if you go onto his like Twitter, the majority of the comments are from Hindus. Like, yeah, why but, are you not talking about China? Yeah, but, what, what, China? What, yeah, but they, 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 they're going to say anything to take digs at him. Now, whilst I don't support um, his stance or any any of the Muslim uh, country's stance on um, the Uyghurs, um, it, what's happening to them is like, it's horrific. Nobody's saying nothing. Nobody's saying jack. That really it does infuriate me. Um, he, the, the, I've, I've, I've tried to find out what he said, and he was asked once about it. And he, at one time, he said, "I'm, I'm not really aware of this situation. I don't believe that. Uh, I believe he's very, he is very much aware." Um, and another time, yeah, he, he said, playing, "Yeah, he's playing politics." Uh, another time, he said, uh, "We have a special relationship with China, so anything that uh, we will bring up with them, we'll bring it up in private." Uh, by special he means our economy depends on China. <laughs> no. Um I don't it, it, look, at the end of the day it is a tough situation, but I think you do at some point you do have to um make a, a statement, make a bold statement. 
Now, I liked his uh, speech at the UN. I thought he, he did a, like a, a, a decent speech. Um, he covered a lot of bases with that. But what the, was the what was the focus on? He on his he covered a few. Um, he covered his uh, the first thing I think he talked about was climate change, maybe. And then, yeah. And then, then it was uh, I think it was terrorism and then it was and islamophobia yeah Islam, yeah terrorism islamophobia in the indians and then i think he i think i really liked his his end bit saying that look we this is what we believe as muslims and if it comes to it we're gonna we're gonna go all out and nuke india if it if these guys really want to play that's kind of like what he left it with like and 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 the reverberations of that will are gonna affect the whole world I like the idea. Someone like don't. I like the idea of of, of a leader turning around saying, "Don't push us, because we will press the button," because it kind of um, it had does have that like steely resolve that you need to be a leader. However, I'm still disappointed in him and the Muslim leaders, like him less than other Muslim leaders. Because at least he he doing this down. I'm saying is that at least he has something. You criticize for whatever. He has something about him that he's willing to speak on these issues. He's not like Muhammad bin Salman or any of the Qataris who are turning around and um, oh sorry the Emiratis who 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 are openly sort of um, welcoming this sort of behavior and stuff against Muslims. He isn't. Whilst he doesn't speak about the Chinese and the Uyghurs and stuff, that's disappointing. But he isn't at the same level as some of these Arab leaders, where. But but the fact that he doesn't talk about it, it takes the wind out of the stuff he does talk about, because the it, it it's so blatant the uh, the the hypocrisy here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. How can you how can you say that? Oh, I care about Kashmir and mm. I care about Muslims and blah blah blah. Mm. When right 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 next to them, it's not even in a different place. Mm. You know, like in a, in a huge different side of the world, the Chinese are doing worse than what you claim the Hindus are doing. It no, it's the same. Sense. It's the same, isn't it? I mean, they they they're being killed. Um, Come on, the Chinese oh, are putting them in concentration camps. You know, they like basically marrying them off to non-Muslims by force. They're taking the kids away from the parents. You can't compare the or, two. The, or the organ harvesting them as well. Um, the organ harvesting. It's like you know, the only the only thing I can compare it to is like probably the Holocaust. You know, it's getting on them kind of levels. Yeah, it, it is like that. And plus, the way they justify it is, is, it's the things. It's always goes back to the all the rhetoric about terrorism, mm. right? Yeah. And extremism. They use the same rhetoric yes. from like back in two thousand and one that started by United States. The same rhetoric yeah. to justify what they're doing now. It is that they just expanded the definition of what, what extremism is to basically just knowing Arabic. Yeah, having a beard. Right. You know, anything. And yeah. so they've, and, and so he's taught, how can you be talking about Islamophobia and like someone that's really doing some proper anti Islamic stuff? You just sit there like, ah, eh, you know, I don't know about it, you know, but I'm making a YouTube channel or a, a, a what's the thing he's doing? Uh, uh, a TV channel about Islam to come to Islamophobia, but I don't know where Islamophobia is happening right next door to me. <laughs> you know what? Wait, do, the, do Pakistanis don't they don't they bring that up ever? Like, do they ignore it? 
What's that? They're ignoring it. Yeah, they're the, ignoring it. Well, the Chinese, the, the Chinese situation. Yeah, they're ignoring yeah, it. Yeah, totally. they, they, they are. I've asked a few people as well who are into the Paki politics. I said, "What do you know about the Uyghurs?" Like, the same, same sort of answer. Oh, we we don't know. We don't really know uh, the situation there. What's going on? I'm like, yeah. But then, if you want to talk to them about it, they don't really want to listen either because they have a special no. relationship with China. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. China, the thing is, they need to get this out of here. China isn't your friend. Only an idiot would believe that China's, like, got your mm -hmm. interests at heart. No no, no country out there is really your uh, friend in that sense. I can I can kind of see, like, Muslim countries align with one another. For example, if, if, if Pakistan turn around and say, Turkey, um, we're going we're gonna to be uh, coming together you can kind of expect a close relationship because they're both Muslim countries mm -hmm. and their leaders may align, right? But but any other country outside of that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust anyone. But yeah. I wouldn't trust Turkey either. Why, why wouldn't you trust Turkey? No, listen, geographically, <laughs> it's such a two separate, two separate places. You're, not, you're never going to have a actual close, close relationship. Just rhetoric, just uh, words that Every, everyone's looking out for their own sort of um, thingy. Mm, but as yeah. as as a leader, Imran Khan, I mean, he's a whole lot better than Sharif, uh, the Bhutto Zardari. Meaning, the, it's just it's not even comparable, is it? I don't know. You, oh, no come idea, man. on, dude. Are you telling me you would tell me you would prefer Sharif over? Um, would I prefer Khan? Sharif over Imran Khan? <laughs> That's a tough one. Oh, dude, you are having that, a laugh. Like, but don't, but don't <laughs> definitely you, not. You are having a laugh. Uh, Yasser, weigh in. Sharif or Khan? Yeah. Um, actually, Imran Khan also was talking about how uh, in developing countries, there uh, so much corruption is going on with the elite yeah, that they yeah. are extorting you know, the, the, the countries and they're taking... Uh, like they're buying property in the West, and he he was saying how hard it is to you know get that back from the West. Right. So he was you 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 could tell he did his homework, and you know he was trying to you know rid the country of corruption slowly. But it's you know it's like trying to save a sinking ship. It's uh or, it's or, not gonna... or a sunk ship, you know. Yeah. The amount of debt there is, it's like it's like a it's yeah, it's so bad right yeah. now. The thing is, he screwed up the economy so badly. Who did? Uh, Imran Khan. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> and it was fine before him. Yeah, <laughs> it was better. It was better. Are you having a laugh? This <laughs> <laughs> guy. He's trolling us. I'm not. I'm not trolling you. Oh I, I was. God. I was at a soft right, bro. You guys are gonna enlighten me because I have no idea what's going on in Pakistan. So, so the Sharif family—they were businessmen. Yeah. And they were in power for quite a while. Let me qualify. Corrupt businessmen. Go on. Yeah, they were very rich from the beginning. So they just got richer. Okay, uh, big deal, man. Corrupt. Corrupt. <laughs> I like Imran Khan's friends aren't corrupt. Look at who he's got on his power, on his I, side. I, 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 he he's doesn't have much of a choice. Work. He doesn't have much of a choice. Oh, he, he, he never seems to have a choice. That's a funny thing, you know. Okay. Well, the funny thing that what you don't of... that I'm, I'm saying Sharif is corrupt. Funny thing, you didn't say Imran Khan's corrupt. You just said, look who he's got on his side. You didn't say about him as a person himself because you know he has integrity to him. Whether no, you no, agree listen, with listen. the decisions on certain things or not, I, I think he's, fine. I think he's lost it. No, no. There's two things, right? Mm. Uh, integrity is a strong word to use, right? Okay, go on. 
I'd say, okay, he doesn't take okay. bribes. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, you could give him that. He doesn't take bribes. Okay. Are you? Are you saying? You, no, no. You can no, give no, no, no. Wait, wait. Like, you can give him that. Wait, like, wait. You're, like you're throwing away a tic tac. Like, yeah, yeah. There you no, go. No, no, no. What I'm saying to you is, in the context of the political world, there. Yeah. Would you rather have someone intelligent and corrupt? Yeah. Or someone stupid? Oh, wait. Hold on. If you're gonna say, wait, you, wait. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Someone stupid hypocritical uh but he won't take a bribe okay firstly what you said about stupid and hypocritical <laughs> applies to sharif no no sharif is not stupid are One, you, are the you only stupid are you are you having to laugh this guy is dumb as he's thick sharif as crap not stupid. he's thick as two planks this guy no. yes you don't become a billionaire like that and be stupid Listen, it's very any, it's, it's, I'll tell you what It's easy becoming a billionaire When you, a, you know, a portion of the GDP of a country Is going into your back pocket When you're cutting off when you're, slicing, when, you're, when, you're, when you're slicing off A massive chunk When you're skimming uh, the, Off the top right? The, the skimming amounts that would make the mafia blush you, and, No and no That was the value of skimming oh, Come on the, the, All of them were Zadari, Sharif's, all of them. Tell me something. If he won, why is he in prison for? If Sharif was such a good businessman and he's all the way, all it was was just business, why is why is he his very daughter, his sons on the run, or his son in law's on the run? He's in prison. Yeah. There's only one reason he's in prison. What's that? There were other businessmen who were more powerful and <laughs> oh wanted God. a bigger slice of the cake. Oh right? my God. And do, uh, wait, do you know who that is? Gone. That's the army. The army oh wanted the biggest God. slice of the cake, and then he was prepared to give. That's the only reason. The only reason Imran Khan's in power hmm. is because the army want a bigger slice of the cake. So that is the problem? only reason. Okay, okay, okay. And Imran Khan, so, how do you know this? So okay, so so, so it's got nothing to be, so it's got nothing to do with the Panama Papers. N nothing. Are you okay, okay. Based off of the Panama Papers, the reason he's in prison is because he can't prove where f money come from. So check this Does out. Imran Khan. Okay. Go on. Was Imran Khan implicated in having houses on other people's names in in U in the UK? When I don't know. Right, go and research that. Okay, okay, Imran Khan. Yeah, that, okay, but, wait, the, wait. but this is the point, though. Imran he Khan. Hasn't been, uh, he hasn't been brought up on corruption charges. Why? That's what I'm saying, but he he did. Okay, the people around him have even they all, when they Sharif, all This is the point. Even when Sharif was in power, he was okay. brought up on corruption charges, but nothing ever stuck because okay, okay, okay. they literally changed the the rule of law for these dudes, so okay. it'd be easier for them to slip out. The guys that are part of Imran Khan's party, yeah, his main supporters, mm. right? Were they not in power during Sharif's and Bhutto's time? Yeah, yeah, a few of them were. Yes. A lot of them were. Most uh, of them yeah, were. Yes. Right? Yes. So are they not corrupt? Yeah. The, yeah His yeah. ministers. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, say, yeah? I'll say they are. But, he, but my point right, is. Why that they're not. Why, okay. Why they're not, in, why they're not in jail? The process of, of getting someone to jail isn't, isn't like a, a simple one. It's a, it's a lengthy okay. one. They get, the, why is Zadari in jail? Uh, why is uh, Sharif in jail? Zadari is in jail, but they're not. Are you, oh, oh, hold on. Yeah, I'll ask you. you. Tell us I'll, why. Yeah, the, right. I'll ask you the, like, uh, Why are they in okay. jail? If they, because, if they, the ar <laughs> because the army. So it's trumped up, so it's trumped up charges. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. This is where you're, this is where you're uh, <sighs> confusing the issue. Go on. I'm saying 
that all of them are corrupt. All of them have been taking money. Maybe Imran Khan is the only one that hasn't. The rest yeah. of them no, all I, have. I, 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 absolutely, I, absolutely, I agree with you on that. I agree with right. you on that. Yeah. The, the reason why some of them are in jail yeah. and some of them are not in jail is because the army wants some of them to be in jail and it needs some of them to be out to help run the country because they want to skim more money. The army own like a third of Pakistan. I'm talking about physical land they own. Like commercial property, you know, uh, farming, you know, uh, anything you can name of, they own it. They own companies. Ah, uh, okay. Right? I, don't, so they I, make don't, money. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, like they, what the Pakistani army own? Yeah, they, they own land. Like, they own houses. The generals and stuff, or yeah, the, the generals, yeah. the army. You know, it's a big, big business. So well, and that doesn't make they, sense because generals change. Not? I don't, I don't. If generals change, okay. does, does he take it with him? Because if that's no, the case, so, where's Musharraf? No, no, no. Uh, why is Musharraf not in jail? Why did? Why could Musharraf get away with everything? Because the army always protects its own. No, so I, don't, you, I, don't, I don't believe that. I, when, I, I, I think he, when you leave the army, when you leave the army, yeah. you get a pension, you get a house. Uh, they give yes. you a house in a very, very specific area. Yeah, right. You also retain your rank. Don't forget. You that. retain your rank. You retain so many benefits, and that's how yeah. they keep each other going. How do you think they fund all this? Fund what? All this, uh, 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 these houses. I'm not talking about small houses. I'm talking about villas. Uh, you get when you retire, you know, from a higher rank, mm. you you're getting everything. Yeah, you're living like a king. Okay. Right. Your kids are studying abroad. The whole lot. Okay. Right. Where do you think they're getting all this money from? I don't know. Yeah, because they own land, they own property, they own, they own, uh, they've got, so for example, when the Lahore airport was built, mm -hmm. right, new, the new airport in Lahore, it was built on previously owned army land, right, okay. which the, so the army bought the land, then said to the government, the new airport has to go on this land, you've got no choice, right, <laughs> who did that, who did that land belong to, that land belonged to the army. The army then said, if you want that land, you need to give us your old airport, which was in prime real estate Lahore, right? And okay. then they developed that they developed that land into housing, etc. So they're making money. It's a money-generating business, the okay. army. Okay. It always has been in Pakistan, right? Okay. Now, if they were serious about corruption, they'd get rid of people that they know are corrupt, but they're only picking and choosing who they want out of power, who they want in power. So Imran Khan is their, is their toy boy at the moment. A come a time they'll get rid of him. I don't think, and so. he knows I, it. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think the systems run like that. Like I think you're giving the army too much credit, like um, for um, or too much influence over uh, the country. Like they, you ask any Pakistani man, ask them about the ISI in the inter dude, the, uh, intelligence dude. agency in Pakistan, I, I, best in the world. I, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. yeah, if you ask them, you know the funny thing I had, uh, I think it was on Eid. I had that debate as well of them being the best in the world, and I brought up this like dodgy Forbes list where they weren't even listed, and uh, they, they couldn't take it. Like, no, nah, 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 they're definitely the best in the world, and the the only place no, they did the best not. in the world was like PK.net or something. What's that? What's that? What's yeah. that? No, they're very good at you know their <laughs> forms. Yeah, they, yeah. They're very good at the, in the internal uh, intelligence. 
they are very good at that. No, you know, they, they, they're among the best in the world. I mean, I don't think anyone can deny that. Like, but I think even putting anyone at number one, I think it's ridiculous. Because then, it's ridiculous, I mean, yeah. what, what criteria are you basing that on? Yeah. You're basically basing it on nothing. The, if, if the, the fact that you're putting someone number one in the world it, it actually shows how bad they are because everyone knows what they do. Yeah. All right. So it it doesn't actually work like that. If 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 they're number one, um, then there's an issue there. Like if they're in a, like a, a list of number one, I mean the the majority of the best ones you won't even know. Like and the, the, but people know by just by sort of um, the um of like what they've like previous missions and stuff like the CIA, Mossad and stuff. Um. But yeah, they, they are they are among the best in the world. As anyway, for how, how much influence have gone? They they dominate local politics anyway. They do. They the dominate I, local I, ISI do. Yeah, the ISI do. They dominate local politics. I mean, one mm. of the guys, um, he was saying that you know when they were they wanted to form a new party. Yeah. So what they did was they kidnapped him, and uh, he's a politician. Mm. They kidnapped him. Took him to the uh, uh, took him to like the abandoned place at night, beat him down, and said to him, "Either you join the party or you know whatever we're gonna." <laughs> no, sorry. They said, "Either you leave the other party or you know whatever's gonna happen to you is gonna happen to you." Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know what? He what? he 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 went on TV saying about how he was so brave and blah blah blah, and that he's never gonna listen to the ISI. But he still joined that party, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure he's with Noah, he's with uh, Imran Khan now as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, at the end of the day, I mean, there's no way Sharif is better for the country than Khan. I refuse to believe that. We'll agree to disagree. Okay, I think <laughs> we'll end it there. Wrap it up. Inshallah. Inshallah. All right. Okay. Um, next one we'll do like next week or something. Yeah. Uh, All right. Um, Thanks, now.